It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Drunk Eventually, we're gonna just stop caring. Yeah, I'm almost to but that point. We have, but we can, <laughs> right. we can probably get a little bit further before we. We have podcast integrity. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, welcome back to the Odd Drunk Pod, everybody, with your hosts Colton and Jackson. Welcome. <laughs> and- uh, this is the first uh, odd drunk podcast we've recorded remote. Well, actually, it's not the first one we've recorded remotely, but the first one we've recorded since I've moved. Yes. Um, if you go listen to Morning Oddities, our new uh, morning show, short form, 30 minutes or so, um, we drink coffee instead of booze. It's a, yes. It's a more chilled out. It's a casual podcast. It's, it's casual. It's uh, you'll get the the pure, just like distilled versions of ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> often um, with a very weird energy. Yeah, often just like tired, and we don't feel like doing it, but we're doing <laughs> it. You know, that happens here sometimes. Too. Yes, but yeah, I recently moved to mesa arizona which is generally in the phoenix area and um generally sometimes it's not though yeah sometimes it's not (laughs) Um, makes it really hard to go on vacations because you have to keep track of that shit yeah it's always you're coming back it's always popping up in a a different spot yeah like it's generally in the phoenix Um, area but um yeah but last time you came home from vacation you had to fly into austin well, for anyone that doesn't know what Mesa is, yeah, it's in Maricopa County. If you want me to get more specific, generally, it, generally, gen- generally. generally. But um, but yeah, I recently moved there, and um, but doing good. Yeah, it's very hot. Um, I, I, you know, I'll tell you, it was so fucking annoying. How many people told me like, "Oh, you know, it's hot there, right?" And like, no, I never. I, I I never thought of that, that it's hot in Arizona. Like, come on. I know. Um, but, um, but no, it's been doing good. It's nice to be in a city again. And we, we talked about it in the uh, morning oddities. And if you want to listen to more of that, we have a whole, I mean, the whole last episode is just talking about our lives. But you yeah. don't want to hear that here. And I don't ah. like repeating myself. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's not go, natural. Go listen um, to Morning Oddities. But yeah, uh, it's I'm doing good. And yeah, I have a cat now. If you want a quick update, her name's Domino, black cat. She's pretty cool. Uh, uh, I, I did get her one of those calming collars, though. What are those? It basically chills her out. Because like wow. one night she was like meowing, like, like very loud, like, like yelling. <laughs> <laughs> And kept me up all night, <laughs> but no, she's been doing good now. Uh, been pretty chill. I did trim her claws though, because at the adoption center they let them grow very long, and she wasn't scratching us or anything. She wasn't bad about that. 
but as far as damaging the carpet, I don't want to deal with that. And also, it was getting to the point where the claws were starting to curl in on themselves. Oh, yeah. Which would start hurting her. No, and yeah, I, I'm... Get infections. and I'm generally very against clipping cat's claws, but it's, you know, they're, you can do stuff like get them scratching posts so they can kind of yeah. keep their claws at a healthy you know length but you know i think you said in the morning oddities that this cat doesn't like to scratch stuff very much uh she likes to scratch everything i mean she'll scratch the scratching post saying but she'll scratch other things uh no she doesn't scratch people and yeah i just trimmed it where they're not razor sharp yeah yeah but i'm still really careful with with cat's claws yeah uh, one trim Uh, but no, didn't hurt or anything. I mean, you have to go pretty far up to hit the nerve. But yeah. you know, I just got just a tip. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's doing good. So, um, anyways, uh, we um, yeah, we both been busy. I myself have been very busy with the move and everything. Yeah. Like tomorrow, I'm gonna try to get my Arizona license and everything. And. Oof. Um, I have to get an emissions test first, though, before I can get my uh, car oh, registered. Yeah. Yeah, you have to do that. So, <laughs> um, Some states don't require you that you do that. but uh, Well, not in the entirety of Arizona, but in, yeah, in this county, in the city, yeah, they require it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's some other things I got to do, but um, just one step at a time. Um, but yeah, we've both been busy and so for this episode you came up with the idea let's do a tier list again those are easy yeah. we haven't and done a tier list a, in a while uh yeah unless make you count, for a good episode unless you count the last time we updated our spider-man tier list um, well that, that was wasn't a, a tier that list was a, that was that's ranking, not a tier list like, yeah yeah that was a ranking in order and that's reasonable yeah. also uh, we've almost completed all the Spider-Man movies or uh, commentaries. Yeah, we got one we more got left. One more. I That'll... wanted to spread them out more, but we, we just, just been had so busy. to. I was too busy. Yeah. I couldn't. I. I mean, that's I why could we, have we tried. That's, that's why we record them, though. So exactly for those situations. Yeah, because there's been times, and there's going to be times again. I'm sure where we miss a week or two, but I mean, throughout our entirety. I, I, through our our entire history as a podcast, we've only missed a few weeks. Yeah, out of three years. Yeah, unless you include January, which we take off on purpose. Well, that's, yeah, we, that's our that break, doesn't count. But, that's our break, January. Not counting that. Yeah, we've only like had to take a week or two off, like a few times. Yeah, we try to keep it rolling, you know. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it can drive you insane. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we've talked about before. I mean, now it's going to be even weirder since we're distant, since it's virtual. But like mm-hmm. how the podcast uh, affects our uh, friendship, I, <laughs> I don't think it really has. But it just it, it has gotten to the point lately where it's like whenever we hang out, we're like, oh, that would be a good podcast idea. Yeah, we end, we end up talking about the something. podcast when we're out at yeah. the bar. Yeah, and not just like talking about the numbers and like all that. And thank you to everybody that's been downloading. Um, yeah. I haven't really been keeping track of that lately, but thank you. We appreciate yeah, num- it. Numbers have been um, good. Yeah, Absolutely. they've been consistent. Um, but 
and it's good to see some new ratings and stuff like that. I, I, I seen some new ones on Spotify pop up. Seen some on Morning Oddities, actually. Yeah. Um, even though I can't see the stats, but I can see it as a, an observer, as the audience. Yeah. Um, Morning Oddities, but, um, our, num- our numbers are lower, but um, I'm in the middle of right now dealing with all the uh, Anchor slash Spotify does not make it easy to get um your platform or get on other platforms so i'm dealing yeah, it's 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 a lunch bunch well of i know we did on spotify with, yeah we did well, it there because it's free yeah but and <laughs> and you can um, we can get it on other platforms but um uh you have to do stuff with the rss feed link and stuff like that and it's it's weird and um what well, no- I had to do that with the Odd Drunk Pod too. Yeah, what I've noticed with is the RSS um, feed. Uh, so we're we're on Apple Podcasts now. Uh, Morning Oddities. Nice. Um, and we should be on Google Podcasts soon, but the problem is Google takes forever to, who uses ver- that. to verify. Um, RSS feed. Well, it's it's a good idea to get us on Google because we're more likely to show up in Google search results. Algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. want to be on Google. And I know podcast. you were thinking about retroactively retitling episodes. That might be a good idea. That yeah, is- just so because <laughs> we've we, just been literally doing morning on these one, two. What I what three. I have found is um <laughs> so far on Google, if you search up morning oddities podcast, you get one search result that is us. Everything else is something else. So right. um I'm trying I'm I'm working on trying to get us to show up in search results. Nice. All drunk podcast um, doesn't have that problem. However, you set that up original years ago, you did a good job. Well, there's nothing else called all drunk podcast. Yeah. Uh there's plenty of other like drinking podcasts. That's a that's a huge thing. But all drunk podcast, that's ours. Copyright yes. it. Well, I haven't actually. Well, I pod being copyrighted, but I don't know how well that would work in the court of law. But you you need to just uh, mail to yourself the old school way of copywriting something. Right. (laughs) But, anyways, yeah, you came up with the idea. Let's just do a tier list. That's easy enough. And, uh, well, and I was like, why not do the mcu tier list yeah we've been all the marvel cinematic universe movies we've talked about it we've not done it yet. we have we've been sitting on it for a long time we've been waiting because you know when we thought about doing it before we were kind of in a weird in-between phase like in the middle like the beginning of phase four and like there was movies come i mean there's always going to be new ones coming up but right now writer strike and now there's an actor strike, I believe. Yep. Yep. So now everything's super delayed. So I think this is a yep. good a good moment in time to Yeah, almost everything is at... on hold right now. Yeah. And for probably uh, the way it's looking for possibly months. Yeah, and I know Deadpool 3 was filming. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen the set footage of uh, photos of uh Hugh Jackman in the yellow and blue Wolverine suit, which is yeah. awesome. And they're like fighting on the 20th Century Fox logo, so that, yeah, that'll be that. interesting. Yeah. Um. But now that's halt on a, a halt. Um. So, entertainment world 
definitely gonna be interesting within uh, the next few months. Yeah, and last time, last time I, the writers and actors were on strike at the same time was um, in the eighties. Right, because the um, well, the last writer strike was what oh nine, oh uh, two thousand eight seven, something like that. Yeah, oh, was it was eight. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. So it was the eighties when the writers and actors went on strike at the same time. Last time they were both on strike at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, well, yeah. I mean, the actors thing. I don't. Maybe they're doing it in just solidarity. I, I haven't been reading up on it. I don't know. I, I don't but know the details, but the um, writers one. I definitely understand the validity of the writers' strike. They want yeah. to be pa- paid fair wages and compensated for having their works put on different streaming services and all that, and a lot more than I probably don't know. That's but, I, um, I I haven't kept up with it. I don't know a ton about it, but that's a big part of it. Uh, apparently, I saw something today. Um, it also has to do with uh, AI, like. Like they're they're on the actors are on strike about like AI copyright infringement, too. Right. Like um. So I saw Roger Clark, who plays Arthur Morgan, in Red Dead Two. Um. He uh responded to some comment today. It was like he has like a TikTok account, and someone and people you know people they use the AI voice generation to do like Arthur and Dutch talking talking about stupid stuff. And someone tagged him in it. Oh, saying, yeah, this could take away their jobs. Yeah. Well, someone tagged him in it saying like they, they thought he would enjoy it. And he's he made a vid- response video saying, no, I don't like this because it's plagiarism. And that's one of the yeah. big reasons we're on strike right now. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, um, it's wild. Yeah. And Disney slash Marvel, which we're going to be getting into, but they took a big swing with Secret Invasion where the intro sequence, which is you know a fairly insignificant part of the production um but still the intro sequence the artwork and everything is ai generated mm-hmm. and apparently they well they claim that artists still collaborated and like some of it is real art maybe but um when i saw it, i was like that's just i could have done this yeah just give the ai to prompt okay nick fury scrolls new york explosions uh <laughs> i think you know it's make part, it it's partly trying the cinematic the drama with ai right now is partly actors and writers trying to guarantee that they have jobs even when there is ai that companies can use ai needs to be um a tool not and- yeah, and then um, the other thing is that like there are AI thing, uh, AI. There's AI out there that can mimic voices and art styles, mm-hmm. and there's a line that we have to draw on when that is plagiarism. When is that? Yeah, like infringement on someone's, you know, image. We've played around with the AI art and stuff, and we played around with AI on mm-hmm. a few episodes, to be honest. Um, but like. But we didn't do any of like the write a story in the style of George R. R. Martin. No, we didn't do any of that. You but know, even everything be... that the AI, like when you give the AI any prompt, anything, what it's doing, it's not coming up with its own original thought. It's not it. It's not actual intelligence. Mm-hmm. All it is is just 
searching the internet all these sources it would be like like, you could you could tell the ai to write an essay on um caesar chavez and it would scan the internet and literally take from other people's essays academic writings and then conglomerate that into its own thing and that's plagiarism. And I'm really curious because this wasn't, at least it wasn't as publicly available while we were in school. Um, but I bet like college professors and well, especially in high school too, I bet it's even worse. Like where oh, yeah. students are just putting in an, a prompt in AI to uh, do their essay. I mean, and if you're smart, you would use the AI to like get you started or like get you a baseline i could see myself doing that like just using it as a tool and that's like what i'm saying it needs to be regulated and this is something where i want the government to step in and regulate this Mm -hmm. where ai yes it's great it it, but it needs to be used as a tool and not as a replacement for artists and for writers and of many reasons why when you're in college um they want you to cite stuff oh exactly because you could you can i i've what what you said like write a write an essay about cesar chavez um that was my thesis for my degree was about cesar chavez (laughs) so i went into i I, 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 a while back like a few months ago just to see what would happen i went into jet gpt and asked it to write an essay about cesar chavez just to see what it would write was it pretty good no oh okay yeah it was a high school i'm glad it's not so like and but for high school you could probably get away with it oh that that that's my that's kind of where i'm going like on a college level i'm sure you could utilize it but it'd be harder to get you away could use with it as a tool like you don't have I citations need just ideas. it's really basic surface level stuff right. that it brings up but i could totally see a high school student getting away with it yeah completely but like in college it, it, i mean it could be a great tool like if you're completely stuck you know, it could help you get started. Uh, think, it could be think, a great songwriting you know, tool. For, it could for be, coming uh, up with prompts and stuff like that. Um, yeah, prompts and like outlines. You like know, that's that's is useful stuff. But, but but yeah, it's look at we look at where we are with AI at this moment. Imagine the next five years, ten years, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. If it goes unchecked, it's gonna get to the point where you really don't need to pay people and you don't need yeah. and that's you that's can one of like the I, I, many reasons there's other there's other stuff too with streaming services that, why they're writers and actors on strike but that's well yeah it's thing. not just the ai thing one aspect of it is say in the future say in a few years marvel wants to create a animated show about iron man and they use an ai voice generator to make it sound like robert downey jr do you I think pay robert point, downey jr well, yeah, we've talked about like, this before a little bit. Like, and Dial Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, you have the whole young indie portion in the beginning, like for mm-hmm. 20 minutes of the film. Pretty cool. Looks iffy on some parts, but you know, I, I suspended my disbelief and just went with it and had fun with it. Um, I generally like that movie. In fact, I think yeah. I might like it more on second watch. Yeah. I, just because was, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. But, it's fine. Um, go, anyways, go, morning oddities. Go listen to our review. We did a review on there. Yeah. Whatever number that is. But, um, eight, something like that. I think, I think if the, 
artists, if the actor signs off, if they agree to it and sign off the rights, they're like, yeah, even after I'm dead, you could, you can use my image, my likeness, my voice in future productions, and the funds would go to my family and inheritance mm-hmm. and whatever. I think that would be okay. But what's scary is I just see studios. It's so easy to just do what's going to stop for forgiveness later. <laughs> Like, right. Like it's, I know Steven, I think Steven Spielberg, maybe it's not him, but I, I know a high profile, uh, director is going to make a new movie starring James Dean. What? AI James Dean. I don't know how I feel about that. So deep fake James <laughs> Dean. So, uh, but I, yeah, and I really don't know how I feel about that because obviously he's long dead, so he can't, he doesn't have any say it's just his family. And you know how that goes in some ways Um, i feel better about them doing it with someone who's been gone for a long time because it's like if they're like james earl jones sign off on it that's fine but uh, but say james earl jones he he signed off to let disney uh ai his voice yeah for future dark vader roles and whatever some you take some actor who's not like a big a-list actor say going back to red dead take roger clark arthur morgan what if you know he's not a big A-list actor? He so he doesn't have like a bunch of money to throw around for legal fees. Say right. HBO bought the rights to Red Dead Redemption, made an animated made TV sh- show, and just got an AI to do the voice. You know right. what what's going to yeah. end? No, and they that's just a big problem. Take the approach of we'll just do this and then deal with the lawsuit because Arthur Morgan, you know Roger Clark, is like an A-list it. guy who can yeah. afford a big lawsuit. I mean, I hope they would have no. the moral gumption to actually just hire Roger Clark if they did an animated thing. I would hope uh, so. I mean, he would. I would be willing honestly. To do it, but... After this is kind of diverging here, and we're gonna get into the topic here, but um, a Red Dead Redemption HBO series could be fire. I think if yeah. they do it the way they did the Last of Us series, where it adapts yeah. the game, but it makes it work for a show that with the pacing and you know with well i think um, a show a tv show be the only way you could do a a red Dead. oh yeah it would have to be a long like i imagine red dead 2 you know that's split into six chapters in the game each chapter is a is a season six episodes or something like that yeah like that would that could work that would be (laughs) if they did it well and if they did it with the same uh you know, care as they did with the last of us series. Cause even though the last of Us series, isn't like extremely accurate. It's, it's one of the best video game adaptations I've ever seen. So I've, I'm going to, I'm going to pull up here. Just some examples. People have come up with an adaptation. People have come up with some, uh, fan castings for, um, if they were to do, I mean, honestly, so here, here's a couple thing, a couple here. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead. Uh, he plays Negan. Um, yeah, who would he be, though? Dutch. He'd be a pretty good Dutch. I could see him doing a Dutch. Um, you know, there's uh, there's some pretty cool fan castings that people have come up with. Uh, let's see here. The younger Johnny Depp wouldn't have been a bad John Marston. He could still be a good John Morrison, maybe. Yeah. 
but that on, would be hard. To pull. John Marston would be kind of awkward to pull off because he has a very like old man voice. Yeah, he like, he's uh, the uh, one that like you know. I don't see his voice is so so distinct that it'd be weird. Him and Dutch are the two. Not, that's like it would be weird not to do the voice, but it would be weird to see someone else doing it. Yeah, like not him, in a video game him setting. Him and Dutch, like you know, some of the other characters, Arthur Morgan, like yeah. Roger Clark is pretty distinct, but like you could do an archetype of his voice and it would work. But like Let's Dutch, Pedro Pascal, yeah. <laughs> uh, here, here's one. This person says uh, Christian Bale as Dutch Vanderlyn. Nah, uh, yeah. Uh, this one's perfect, I can see though. Christian Bale. Th- this one is perfect if if he can manage to 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 not be grumpy the whole time. Uh, well, Eastwood. then again, Christian Bale could Clint do Eastwood anything, as probably. Hosea. Yeah, if he was younger. If he could manage to not be grumpy the whole fucking time. Right, because Hosea's like a nice... Uh, uh, Hosea can be grumpy. But version. Not, not he can be grumpy, but he's generally the optimist. Generally. Yeah. Um, There's some fun... Um, like... Anyways. Interactions you see with um, Hosea in the open world where he like threatens the like Bill with, um, with a gun and stuff oh, like yeah. that because he gets yeah, just yeah. pissed off at him. Anyway... Side tangent. There. What are we drinking? Um, yeah, let's let's go there. Uh, I'll go first. I've got uh, from Four Noses. We had it a while back. The four, uh, the uh, Rio Lento Mexican Lager. Love that one. Um, it's good beer. Super tasty. I doubt. I mean, I'll try to find it, but I, I who knows? But I don't know how easy Four Noses is to find out there. But... I've got. I've been trying. To get some local, I I I mean the first beer I got here was Banquet, but um, <laughs> yeah, um nice. But I've got some more uh local stuff around my area. Um, I'm out of it now, but I had the Scottsdale Blonde from Hus Brewing, Ooh. but not brewed in Scottsdale, brewed in Tempe, Arizona. Ah, <laughs> so that's a bit of a farce. But it was a pretty good Kolsch, just a solid Kolsch. I love a good Kolsch, and the one in the summer. One I've got now is the Big Blue Van Blueberry Wheat um, Lager. And it's um, from College Street Brew House from Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Um, The description says, a groovy American-style wheat beer infused with the far-out flavors of blueberry vanilla. Um, so when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns, blah, 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 hippie stuff, but, but it's pretty good. Um, I think this is like the first blueberry forward beer I've had. Uh, I've not tried any blueberry forward beers. Um, you know, blueberry forward (laughs) was my nickname in high school. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some blueberry beers but i've not tried them pretty good nice it's not something i would get all the time but you know to switch things up it's not bad like it's good um but i think i prefer blueberry more with my coffee than i do with my beer yeah. uh, shout out to blue and buried from deaf wish um coffee that's good co- company that's good coffee yeah have you had it uh no i've had death wish though are you yeah death wish is a good death brand, wish is good sure, coffee so. yeah 
you should try that one. It's, it's pretty good. But um, yeah, it's pretty good. And I've also got. Actually, I moved with it. I took it with me. Plantation. Aha. <laughs> yeah. So. The should, that should be plantation. that should be pretty easy to find down there. Plantation mm-hmm. is pretty pretty widespread. At one of the WalMarts here, they had bamboo gum. At Walmart, both the regular version and the reserve. What? <laughs> yeah, they actually have a decent, right, right. It's Arizona's actually, one there's of not quite a lot that, of liquor stores around here. Yeah, they're one the of those grocery stores that can the grocery sell stores liquor. Have. Yeah, that's and how it was when I, I was know, growing up in California. I mean, there are some like, small liquor stores, but most of it is like the Ralph grocery store has like a full yeah. section that's like the size of a liquor store, which. For as a consumer, yes, it's convenient. I'm not going to lie. It's nice to be able to get everything at one stop. But that sucks for liquor stores. Yeah. Have you guys, I mean, has there been any talk about Colorado? Because Colorado now has wine Uh at their grocery stores. Yep. And we felt it. Yeah. it's. I can imagine. um, Yeah. I mean, the liquor store I I work at happens to be one that if, if liquor, if it got so bad that liquor stores were going out of business because of this sort of thing, we might survive. Because we've got That's the good. clientele, we've we're good location and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, no, we've been feeling it, and uh, um, you know, they when it comes to the idea of having liquor in stores as well, um, they say it's not going to happen anytime soon, but I don't, I don't believe that because they, they when Colorado made um. Was it four or five years ago? They passed um, beer over three percent or whatever it is in grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I rem- that happened when, while I was living. When there. they passed that, they were all saying, "Oh yeah, we're not going to consider doing anything else for like at least a decade." And that was a fucking lie. And then, <laughs> what? Like two years later, you get wine in yeah, grocery like, stores. So yeah, uh, so I don't know. That is scary. It's it's I mean the dynamic of Colorado is interesting because this is you know where I'm on the western slope, um, mm-hmm. and not a lot of the people on the western slope I think are really in favor of that. But it's it's the it's the front range that is everyone's voting for this sort of stuff. Yep. So we'll It'll see. Be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Probably by that point, I'll we'll be working at a liquor store still. Right, so, right. But as a consumer, it is, it. it is nice as a consumer. Yeah, yeah. But I also feel bad. I like going to my local liquor store, you know. But um, anyways, let's get in to the MCU tier list. It's been long enough. I'm going to yeah. share the screen. Cool. We've we've oh, talked about doing this for a while. Got to enable screen sharing. Ta- oh yeah, right. Every time we talk about doing this, um, hold on, let's see. We put it off. All participants. There we go. We're like, oh, it's too much. There we go. Uh, we we Our, either we're no, either we're, not a good we're a, either at like, a good point. Not at a good point to do it, or like I don't know. It, it's it's an intimidating task. Doing a tier list of the all the MCU films. 
Right, because I haven't been. I mean, I've seen most of these enough where I can easily uh, yeah, state my it's opinion. A, it's a lot of movies, but uh, but but here's the thing. A few... Here's the thing. A lot of tier list people have been doing recently. I've noticed this on YouTube and such. Uh, they they're adding more tiers to the tier list. They're having an SS right. tier. Um, That's stupid. You know, or 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 an F minus tier and all this sort of shit. And it's like because they can't they can't make up their minds, so they're like, oh, these movies are this is S tier, but oh, this movie's even better, so it's a double S tier. Um, no, no, you have to. Fit I think them E. All by the in... way, E. I think E is a stupid fucking tier. That's yeah. not in the grading system. You don't yeah. get an E in in uh, school, yeah. so it's going to be S, A, B. I mean, you don't get S in school either. But yeah. come on, S tier, that's ubiquitous. It's going to be S, A, B, C, D, F. And then at the bottom, to be fair, I'm going to put haven't seen. There's three that I have. But maybe seen. the fact I haven't seen it is is a bad thing. Yeah. We'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Uh, there's a few. Um, there's only a few I haven't seen. Yeah, there's, I um, think, three, if I'm not. And we're not doing the TV shows. Well, they're on this list. If you want, we can to skip them, them if you want. But they are can. on the one I'm using. Can you see this? I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Um, cool. No, but uh, uh, we we're we're not doing any of that shit of extra tiers. No, we have to fit everything in the tier list, even if that means putting a good movie at a lower tier than you might want it. To uh, exactly. Go. That's that's how that's, um, that's that's the fun of this. So yeah, I'm how we're gonna do this. We're not gonna do it in any particular order aside from the order that it's presented in this tier list. It appears to be alphabetical order, but who really cares? I, I don't think it even is, but who cares? <laughs> um so let's get this started. So first yeah. we have Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm. I like this that one's movie. very mid. It's a mid it's movie. It's mid for me. But um I've only seen it like two times, three times. I've maybe. seen it, I've seen it four or five times. Uh it's fun. It's a good romp. Um, I always like Michael Douglas. It's largely inconsequential. I mean, I guess aside from the bit where he yeah. gets trapped in quantum realm. John Krasinski's really good in it. Um oh John Krasinski's great. Yeah. I, it, it's crazy we got him twice in MCU as two different characters. Yeah, no, I, it's it's crazy. Good. Uh, he's he's good in it. I would put that at a C <laughs> tier, um, personally, only because there's better movies to come on this list. And I think yeah, I think C tier tier is fair because it's a fun romp. It could not... move up to B if after a few movies are in here, but. Let's sit it at C. It's right in the middle. It's just a fun romp, but it's not one I rewatch. Yeah, it's I not think... one that I dislike. Like if it's on for whatever reason, you know, I'll watch it. Yeah. I think uh, um Ghost is a really kind of forgettable villain, even though she's an interesting like in concept. Her powers are fun. Um, but yeah, kind of forgettable villain. I like e Evangeline uh Evangeline Lily mm -hmm. and Paul Rudd, of course. I mean, yeah. Uh, so 
Yeah, I think C tier is pretty solid for yeah, that. Lawrence Fishburne's in that, but he's kind of lame. Yep. He's he's kind of like, he he doesn't actually really do anything. Yeah, he just has some speaking roles. Um, next we have Ant Man, the original. I put this above Ant Man and the Wasp. I, I think hmm. it's yeah, a I small scale, too. old school feeling uh, um, MCU movie. It feels Phase One. Even though it's like in two or three, um, mm-hmm. or it kicked off three or whatever, but um, it's fun. It, it I love um, uh, Guillermo or no, not Guillermo, uh, Luis. Oh yeah, he's he's so good in that. Uh, you know, I like I like Ant Man because it's a it's an origin story movie, but it's like it doesn't try to be anything else. It's just a it hits all the beats that you need it to hit. Um, it feels very old school in a good yeah. way. It, I, like, it's fun. I like that the villain it's... is a knockoff Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Um, yeah, Darren Cross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bald rich maniac. I do like that they brought yeah. him back in Ant Man and uh, Quantum Mania as Bodoc. I thought that was weird and I liked it. It was definitely very weird, and that's way down the line here on this list, but we we'll, will get to it. Eventually. We'll get to that, yeah. Um, um, I have some thoughts about that movie, but I, I would put Ant Man, I mean, compared to the rest of the MCU, it's probably still C. I'd put it C, but maybe above Ant Man and the Wasp. Like, it's a high C, yeah, C. plus. <laughs> yes, all right. This one is going to be a little tricky because I think it got a little bit too much hate for what it is. I think it's, um, it gets a lot of hate. But it's also not <laughs> unreasonable hate. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's quite mid. I think it's a slightly above mid, but we have Avengers Age of Ultron. This is uh, Joss Whedon at his. Uh, finest oh it's very josh at, whedon. at his most it or leave joss whedon-esque like i mean has blatant oh like bruce banner falls in the black widow's boobs you know there's B- black widow boobs like uh, uh like there's I, cheap I, corny I, jokes i've watched my share <laughs> of buffy the vampire slayer which was also joss whedon and you know what you can watch those this and uh, this and Buffy the Vampire Slayer back to back and tell it's the same director. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very Josh um, Whedon. Um, I I really like um, Ultron. Um, James Spader. James Spader, yeah, is so good as Ultron. He's great. I love his personality. It's a it's a shame uh, that he was only in this movie thus far. I know mm-hmm. Ultron came back in um what if and animated, but it's a it's a, it's called Age of Ultron, but it's literally like the week of Ultron. Oh bless you. But it's like the week of Ultron. It doesn't have like the Age of Ultron comet uh story is this huge global or not even global, like universal scale event with time traveling and all kinds of stuff. Every character you can think of, it's this huge thing, and this it feel it still feels quite small, but mm-hmm. you know we get the addition of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, uh, 
Elizabeth Olsen has really grown into that character and I'm it's crazy we got her in this where they were too afraid and didn't well too afraid and they didn't have the rights to like do the mutant thing or anything like that um where they were just like oh she's just a hydra experiment um and it's not magic it's like it's when they were still too afraid to really embrace the comic bookiness i'm glad that they've evolved her character since then yeah like she's not bad yeah she's not bad in age of ultron she's just it's it was missing some key things about her character that they and it's the only one she only one she does an accent and she just stops Mm -hmm. doing accent ever since yeah, <laughs> and they quickly explain it and what and like the winter so or I in Civil War and they're like Black Widow taught her how to blend in and whatever. But yeah. um, they do I introduce Age of Ultron. They introduce uh, Ulysses Claw with Andy Circus in this movie. Andy Circus is good. Um, they briefly mention Wakanda. It kind of expands the universe. Ultron's fun. I think the final battle kind of gets lost, uh, but it's fun. Um, the whole Hulk, Bruce Banner, Black Widow relationship goes nowhere. It's just there to have a relationship. Yeah. But I they, think do, the they do have a between... cool Hulk, Hulk uh, uh, loses his mind. It goes on a rampage scene, which I love. Yeah, you get the Hulk buster versus Hulk. And I but think the... Tony and Ultron have really great. You yeah. Know, uh, well, I, I think. Um, I mean, I may be biased because I I feel strongly that they they um they misused Ultron like he should have been a multi movie villain yeah um but also just quality wise I I like it but it it can't be above Ant Man it's just it's a mid B tier or mid C tier yeah I would keep it in C tier because. Yeah, I just missed there's, there. Yeah. There's movies in here that are substantially better, but I wouldn't quite put them in ARS. Yeah, like um, so like it just can't like thinking about it, I'm like, we put Ant Man in C tier and Ant Man is a better I mean, movie. Until uh until this last phase, the MCU has generally been pretty good. Uh yeah. so it's a high <laughs> standard here for the most part. Yeah, this, this, this is the fun of a, a tier bit... list is we have to put stuff in C tier even though they're good movies. This last phase has been pretty wacky though, like yeah. all over the place. We we'll have a lot to say about quality. that though when we get there. Um, it has extreme, like phase four has extreme highs and extreme lows. It's pretty yeah. wild. Anyways, moving over to the big one, Avengers Endgame. Okay. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that, <laughs> S tier. Um, it's now, I will grant I've met people who would place this maybe at an A tier instead of an S tier because or have they seen like all the movies? Are they big fans? Of be, the yeah, Marvel because universe? there's like they're like this relies so much on you being a fan. I but, mean, I could know, take it down. The time travel stuff is a little wacky but god like i don't think i think i don't think there's a a bigger hype moment for me personally in the theaters than captain america picking up mjolnir yeah the build-up i mean like this has been 10 years of build-up uh since the beginning of the mcu 
And it's just the ultimate culmination. I think it just does an excellent job putting a cap on this story. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended. Like, uh, but <laughs> like if this was the final MCU film, I would have been happy with it. I would I be satisfied. Like, this was I a be, good end. It's, I mean, like the, the final battle, I still, I don't watch it all the time, but I, I rewatch it every six months or so. At most, maybe once a year. Um, some sometime in between six months and a year. And uh right. when Captain America, when the portals start opening and all the characters come through and I was goes, about to talk and about and he that. goes, Avengers. You can't help assemble. I know that's cheesy as hell. Like that's Joss Whedon esque. But writing, it's earned. But it is earned. It's earned. Yeah, it's it's, it's earned. And, and I always Alan feel Sebel's... like that swell of like, yeah, type of when I see that scene. Even rewatching it on Alan Plus. Alan Silvestri's uh score. It's just fantastic here. Yeah. How it calls back to different movies, but in a way that it's not just pure fan servicey. It's fun. It has emotional weight to it. Mm-hmm. The death of Tony Stark. You oh, know, yeah. that, I, I mean, think I... Uh, Thanos, this version of Thanos that comes back in this just wants to destroy the whole universe. But you really feel yeah. the stakes here because it's before they got into the multiverse stuff and where it's like, this is f- final. There's finality here. And um, you, you it, it mostly re- focuses on the core original Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love bro. But it, it's got also really fun, you know. <laughs> Marvel's been really good at uh, doing fun Un, uh, unexpected like duos and like pairings yeah. like well, with like, rocket and thor and like fat yeah, thor oh, that was, like that's fat fun thor stuff. is great i love bro thor um and <laughs> yeah, yeah bro you said, thor. Like, yeah that's focuses it. on the original avengers and there's characters like hawkeye is really good in this rocket rocket and, raccoon yeah uh, you know. gets really good moments in here and um it's it doesn't feel this movie takes its time also it slows mm-hmm. down quite a lot it's well, one of it, the slowest yeah. it well it like it like, had uh, infinity war before it and then the rest of the mcu to build everything up so it kind of not only did it earn those fan service moments but it also earned the it doesn't have to rush anything because we've yeah, it's exactly. assuming we, you've seen everything so it doesn't have to explain I think with, everything to you it can kind of just let it happen i think if we were going to judge this within the context of the mcu it'd be an easy s tier i'm inclined if we were to, gonna i'm inclined to put an s tier but we should be willing to put other movies above it in the s tier but I think within the context of if you just wanted to see a superhero movie and you haven't been following all this, might not even be an A tier. I mean, it's really yeah. one of the things. It's like you have to know to understand this and to care about it and to give into it and to let it, you know, to suspend your disbelief and to. There's a few movies on this list scenarios. that are going to be like that where it's um. You rely so heavily. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think? A low S tier or a high A tier? Because I think that's kind of where we're hovering right now. Um, 
Because I think in our in I our mean, hearts, pretty much any of the Avengers movies are going to feel this way, yeah, except I for th- the first one, I where think it relies. Our, yeah, I think on, in, our, in our hearts, we want it to be an S tier. But thinking critically, it might be. But also thinking critically, aside from the fact that if you didn't watch these movies before, you want to understand anything. Um, it's just done so well. I mean, yeah. the action sequences are great. The score is great. I love the character moments, the dialogue. Like they really spent a lot of time with dialogue in this, and just oh yeah, good yeah. emotional uh, character moments where it's not just all action and lasers. Oh, the the like, scene it's... where Tony interacts with his dad is one of oh, my favorite. Yeah. One of my great. favorite scenes. Like that's it's so good. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to stick an S and we can change your minds later. And it can be a lower S because it does. It obviously relies pretty much on the rest of these movies here. So, yeah, I think that's um, my, that's my one criticism of it is I will grant other people say that and they're not wrong. But is that a legitimate criticism though? Well, it's like you go into this knowing it can be, I mean, why would you watch this if you've never watched any other Avengers movie? That's 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 the question. I'm that's asking. pretty much like the counterpoint is like people say well, it relies on you seeing all the other movies. It's like, well, why would you? Yeah. Why would you be watching this if you haven't seen the other movies? It's like watching Return right. of the King without reading any of the Lord of the Rings books, not w- without watching any of the movies. It's like, let's just go straight yeah. to the finale. Does that make Return <laughs> of the King any weaker of a film? No, no. <laughs> so it's at S next. Yeah. We have Infinity War, which I might like mm. slightly more than Endgame. I don't know, maybe, but it is so action heavy. This is a tough one. I and it so, is less expositiony. Like it just kind of yeah. throws this all at you. I my opinion of Infinity War has gone down over the years. Oh, has it? Well, I, it's still at least an A tier. Definitely but, an A. But. I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't think Guardians have more of a role in that. Well, the, I guess Nebula and Rocket are an Endgame, but like the mainline Guardians have more of a role in this, and that's always fun. I do like get that. the Guardians. I think the sequence, the battle in Wakanda at the end, is not earned. I think that's not of, as earned. I think the kind of Titan battle, happens. the battle between Thanos, Doctor Strange, and Stark. Mm-hmm. Some of the greatest MCU moments. I think that's the highlight of the movie. When Thanos tells, when he says Stark, I know you. I I think, I think, and also the, but I mean, that's the highlight, but also like the beginning of the movie feels a a lot like, oh, you haven't seen some of these characters since Civil War. So let's catch you up on where they're at right now. It does have a lot of characters. It does. I don't It's definitely not as... It's not as focused as Endgame. Like it jumps Endgame's... around. I wouldn't say Endgame doesn't jump around because it does. But Endgame, but like... is, for 90% of Endgame, is focused on the core original Avengers yeah. and then a couple Guardians of Galaxy. Endgame, you know, and reads, that's it. Endgame reads like you have these core characters who at the beginning of the movie are already together. Jump five years same characters but they now they have to put together a team they have to get a plan together this doesn't do that this is like 
oh, there's storyline A and storyline B. Well, yeah, these story- subplots from different separate. movies. You have the events of Civil War that bleed into this. You have mm-hmm. the events of Guardians the Galaxy that bleed into this. And I think maybe this is even more reliant on watching the MCU. Because it just s- throws so much at yeah. you. And it's um, you really have to buy into it. And you have to really understand like what these characters have done and where they've been. Like with Endgame, yeah, you see it, it's Story-wise, Endgame's pretty straightforward until it gets to the yeah. time travel stuff. But um, but it's like you have a band of heroes that need to get together to stop the bad guy. Infinity War, you have a bunch of heroes that have disbanded. They have all this past history and beef with each other. And here's the bad guy. Yeah. And there's a lot more. There's a lot more to it. And yeah. I don't think that detracts from it. Like, if you are a huge fan of this, and Fever is still great, I love the action sequences. I think this has generally better, aside from the final battle in Endgame, I think this has generally better, like, fight sequences. Um, I mean, the fight between Iron Man and Thanos is a big standout. The Doctor yeah. Strange and Thanos fight. Oh, that's great. Just, yeah. If you're into just visuals, that's just amazing, all the magic yeah. and stuff. No, there's a lot of Where good Doctor moments. Where Doctor Strange, in, there's a lot of really turns good the black hole in into butterflies, and I like the dynamic of this movie. Of it's like if where like Thanos is kind of the main character. Yeah, Thanos is the main character. I think that's a really and interesting. I like that approach. they lose. Like yeah. when I first watched this, um, I really didn't think they had the balls to have our heroes like definitively lose. Yeah, for Thanos to be the victor, Thanos to be the central character. I, I just can't, I kind of um, feel like just the, so the, do, the way they approach that does the give plot it points in this, where like if you were only a casual viewer of the MCU, you would be more confused with this movie than you would within with um. Endgame. It's yeah, it's even more confusing. It jumbles a lot of characters. Yeah, it's in, it's because because this movie is basic. I mean, I don't want to dock it too much for that because this movie is basically doing all of the work. So that Endgame doesn't have to do that. No, that's true. It did be lifted. Like, so, like, like, like galore. You stuff. know, this is an event. It's an Avengers movie. It, it has to catch you up on all the characters and all that sort of stuff. And it's a bit and what the but stakes are. Um, and also, Endgame has to spend less time catching up on the characters because this movie did all of that. It's not just a than. Well, it's a Thanos centric movie, but also Gamora plays oh, a huge yeah. part in this yeah um actually gamora and nebula play play a huge part in both infinity war and Endgame. game they're critical yeah. to the story the daughters of thanos and i think it benefits from that if you're a huge guardians fan but if you haven't seen guardians and but we can't judge it based on that anymore yeah. i think we've discussed that enough I'm, like whether you've seen them or not to put it as a high but a i think tier. it's an a yeah. it's an a just like because I, I love this movie it's, it's just a, yeah it it doesn't it, endgame takes the time to slow down and to just yeah. let you have these character moments and you know more drama while infinity war is just action sequence action yeah. sequence exposition it's, quick it's explanation fast, oh this is where these characters, characters are characters jumping quickly. around a lot um still I, quite I, good though i still i still like this movie it's great it's well it's a tier 
super like, rewatchable. <laughs> it's just, I mean, and like I said, I think this, all the stuff that like Endgame does well that it could have messed up on, this it didn't it. This movie did all of the the exposition work, and the yeah explaining the, the catching you up on the characters and, and all this sort of stuff, so that Endgame didn't have to. Right. And 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 Endgame is a better movie for it. So I don't want to dock it too much, but definitely a high A tier. I mean, I still love this movie. The the Doctor Strange oh, it's... shit is so good. Mm-hmm. It's great <laughs> stuff. And Wong. Um next we have the original Avengers. This is the movie that proved Ooh. that you could have that the MCU would work. Yeah. That you um, could have these different franchises and then put them together. And the Avengers, I haven't seen the original in quite a while, but I've seen it a lot. In a few months. Um, when I was it. a kid, I mean, this just blew my mind. I remember the, going to see this Avengers. in theaters with my friend. Yeah. We were stoked. Like, like it was... Me and my friend saw it uh, the Sunday of its opening weekend, and there was still yeah. a huge line. And yeah, like, we still, we saw it know, opening weekend. It was it was you know sold out. It was we we got crammed into the side of the theater behind some big family that was watching it. Um, but yeah, the Avengers is a classic at this point, and yeah. it's um no and it after everything we've experienced with the mcu now though it does feel quite small yeah. but that doesn't detract from it no no if if anything if it was bigger it would have kind of probably overstepped what it could have done um, right um i love tom hiddleston as loki oh yeah <laughs> this is one of his best I think loki. He's well probably the highlight yeah, of the it's... movie um oh yeah because I mean, you have to have a captivating villain. We we talked about we talked work. about Joss Whedon with um, Age of Ultron, and just how Joss Whedon it is. And this what this movie kind of falls into that category. But he too. has like, restraints. But he he's a little bit more strained in it, um, and it kind of just works because by the time we got to Age of Ultron, the MCU had started to explore some more serious themes. But at this yeah. point, it was still just superhero movies so it just it yeah worked. well like iron man well we'll talk about like iron man and incredible hulk yeah. when, uh, when we get there but i think the avengers just worked because it was right off the back of the captain america first avenger which we'll get to which yeah. was definitely more just classic superhero adventure romp you know, yeah, um, I like that movie, yeah. kind of Indiana Jones style. And then you have the Avengers. Um, and obviously, you know, you only have the six core members, Iron Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, or is it six or seven? I forget. Nick yeah. Fury, Thor. But, um, and yeah, you have their first interactions. The fight between Iron Man and Thor is still fun. Um the argument with Tony and Cap is good. And it kind of is like a hint. It's like Civil War, you know. Um, I think Avengers, the original Avengers is still an A. I don't think there's much else that needs to be said about it. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say maybe a low. I think a. the final New York battle. That's a great, still great stuff. Yeah, great sequence. You know, when um, one of the best, still one of the best um, images uh, or sequences in the MCU is when Bruce Banner tells Cap, I'm always angry. And he yeah. one punches the big serpent I thing. I love that. I mean, and this movie has a lot of really good one liners. Like when Cap America's, he, he, he saves the guy oh, from one liner. He saves another. the guy from Loki, and he's like, "Last time I was in Germany, there was a guy <laughs> trying to stand over everyone, and we didn't get along." And, and you're and you're just no, it, it like, "Hey, he's referencing Hitler." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and you have you the memes Cap where Cap says, "Oh, I get that reference," and you know stuff like that. Yeah. Doff, mother, where I mean, thy we, drapes? We've kind of talked about <laughs> it outside the podcast before of how it's a miracle that this movie worked at all. Oh, absolute miracle! <laughs> because I mean, this you do watch it, you watch it now, and you're just like, by the standards of like superhero movies we have now, this thing is cheesy as all hell. It's very cheesy, but it but works. it somehow it just it. it I think the cheesiness is kind of what makes it timeless in a way. It's charming at, at this point. Yeah, like it's, it's fun. It's 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 not meant to be taken seriously. Loki's just a fun goof of a villain. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I think I think outside of the more recent Thor movies, this is the silliest Thor that we have like he's a lot before we get to like ragnarok and yeah love and thunder yeah he, he <laughs> but like thor um, gets more comedy bits here yeah like he, he's like you get to see more of the he doesn't understand what like earth and i mean and stuff like that which this is, is the first time we properly see uh sam Neil jackson as nick fury aside yeah. from the cameos yeah and, and it's great awesome. and he's great it, at it. like it's great in secret invasion which yeah. is, just came out which is crazy and Maria Hill, um, the chick from How I Met Your Mother. What's her name? I don't remember the actress's name. But great. Um, I think the Avengers, would you put it on par of Infinity War? I'm inclined to maybe put it as a high B tier, but like we could be willing to bump it up. If, I think if B is safe right now. It depends on think... how all these other movies pan out here. Because if you just look from an objective uh, viewpoint, it's still no Infinity War. Yeah, no, definitely no end. But it's it's charming, and it's I've, I've watched it. It's fun. It's hopefully recently, it's... and it's still it's a fun it's a fun movie. But it does feel very like 2012 when you watch it. Yeah. So maybe it hasn't aged as well as I said it has. Maybe, maybe, maybe B tier for now. We'll see. Let's leave it at B tier. All right, Black Panther. I think that's at least a solid A. At least I think, I think that's an A tier. I don't think it's above an A tier. Yeah, uh, there's some kind of superficial reasons that keep it from being an S tier. Um, one of them, CGI is really is wonky. The, the CGI is wonky. And the whole final act is wonky. Yeah. And just that, rushed. That's a theme with the Black Panther movies. <laughs> um, that's we'll kind of a theme of some recent MC movies we'll in general. Just the final acts are just yeah. whack. But yeah, I mean, Chadwick Boseman is 
legendary as T'Challa. He was perfect as T'Challa. He's perfect. um, Um, Michael B. Jordan. Rest in peace. One of my favorite MCU villains. Oh, Killmonger was great until we get to the final act. Like I said, yeah. You know, they, they they do the whole like he's he has a point. He's kind of a morally gray villain, and then he very quickly switches to I'm gonna invade the world and enslave everyone. Yep. And, and it's like, like, okay, okay well, well, okay, well, the, we got to treat our audience yeah, as stupid um, and tell him he is the bad guy, though. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like, an, <laughs> um, okay, well, um, and then also, you know, were, were, were you making a good point? And the, like, he's making a good point, And then the movie just had to s- switch on us being like, but hold on. Um, he's we still need to remind you that he's the villain. <laughs> he didn't have to um, go that extreme. I mean, but before that, it's almost a Shakespearean drama. It's so good. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I love the first act, like the action sequences in the beginning. Um, I still prefer Black Panther's Civil War suit over his new one. Mm-hmm. It's more. It feels real. Yeah. The new one's just CGI. Um and I like it. Honestly, we can talk about that. And I was, I've been watching the Batman, mo- the Nolan Batman movies again, because we're going to be talking about that at some point. Yeah, coming yeah, I watched up. those the, uh, last week. Yeah. And I think I might prefer the Batman Begins to. I don't know. Just because it has more heft to it. I mean, they're both practical suits, but I'd have to think about that. I'd have to, I'd have to, I don't know. They're both really good suits. Like the dark Knight suit is slick and he can turn his head. That's good. (laughs) But you're definitely, I was watching the dark Knight where, where Bruce Wayne tells Morgan Freeman, uh, Lucius Fox. He's like, I need a new suit. And he he gives him like schematics and he's like, Oh, so you want to turn your head? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think the black Panther suit felt more, tactile and practical i i think i i i think the design of the new one's good it just doesn't yeah. look right but, but, um, but there's other parts of my I, like, I still prefer the like dude, the casino the theme uh, uh thing and so, when they go to south korea to that casino in the beginning of the movie like that's like james bond shit yeah that's like, fun that's such um, a good sequence um, but yeah the last I like act. the drama with like the royal family and stuff it's very shakespearean mm-hmm. There's so Very, so much yeah. cool stuff in it, but yeah, the last I love the designs of the of Wakanda, their costumes, the art, you know, that's great. Yeah. The music here is great, how it embraces uh mm-hmm. uh but, the, but yeah, the last culture. act kind of falls apart a little but, bit. Not not so much that I would just detract from it a lot because it's still easy to follow. You know, and it's the it last works. act does drag this down. You if can this movie watch had a better be like, eh, it's a superhero movie and kind of forgive it a little bit and turn your brain off. If this movie had a better third act, it could be S tier, but yeah. that drags it down. Not just from the CGI, but it's just rushed. It's, it's like, rushed oh, yeah, we got to remind everybody that Killmonger is definitively a bad guy. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, A tier. Solid A tier. Next, oh, this is an interesting one. Should, I've only we should, seen. We should once. be a little bit faster because um, we need to. We need. We need to get through these movies. We have an hour left. <laughs> we <laughs> still have quite a lot. <laughs> all right, I've only seen this once. Black Widow. I've not uh, seen it at all. See, mid. I'm gonna trust you on that. Well, it's. 
I'll they just took say a swing and miss. I'll just say it released I during COVID. It, it went straight it looks... to streaming. There was a huge controversy with a, a not Natalie, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Disney on oh, yeah. how she signed a contract for it to be released in theaters, but then they went to streaming because of COVID. And, yeah. uh, but honestly, what I watched looked like a straight to Netflix movie. So maybe <laughs> it's not quite mid tier. It I, didn't feel like a theatrical movie, you know, behind, uh, with in the, the combination of like the marketing really just, it didn't sound like an interesting movie to me. Um, it's fun. It's I got watch cool a spy lot stuff. of corridor crew, their VFX artist reacts and they've talked about this movie and the VFX, VFX is are kind of weak in it. Just very all this weak. stuff that I've seen around this movie. I would put it at a D tier. Very uninterested it's, in it. And I haven't it's watched still, it yet. It's still fun enough. I like the spy stuff. There's good action sequences and, you know, uh, martial arts choreography. Yeah. Uh, David Harbour's fun as Red Guardian, Russian. Um, but it's very much it just a, it's not so bad, but it's not good. And it's not I, I still ra rather watch Age of Ultron or Ant-Man over this. Fair enough. It, yeah. It's yeah. it's just kind of a nothing MCU movie. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. And it, and it, it takes place. Be, it, it takes place. It's weird. Like the it's the first. Then it, yeah, it it's the out, first time. It's the first MCU movie, I guess, aside from the first Captain America that um doesn't take place like within. Basically, every MCU movie, aside from Captain America, Captain Marvel, and I think just those two, uh, every MCU movie basically takes place the year it was released in real time. Yeah. And then this release, and it's like Civil War like interlude. And it after Infinity War and knowing what happens to Black Widow that she dies. Or no, she doesn't die in it. No, this came out after Endgame. <laughs> um Yeah. Knowing that she dies and just knowing everything, it just feels so inconsequential. It just feels like a. it should have been a TV series. A Black Widow TV series would have gone much better. So I know you haven't seen it. Um, I could put it in the haven't seen it tier, but I could tell you that it's a D. I'm going to trust you on that one. Yeah, It's not terrible. I, you know, you enjoy it watching it once. It's and Florence Pugh, I love her as the new Black Widow, whatever, and uh, Yelena, whatever. She's mm -hmm. great. Uh, she she's in Hawkeye. Yeah, she's Pugh's good in that. that. Yeah, uh, she's good in that. I like she's a good actress. She's gonna be in the Oppenheimer movie. Oh, I think nice. she plays Oppenheimer's like abnormally well at the time. It wasn't abnormal. Well, it's still not abnormal if you're rich, but his young wife. Yeah, I think her and Killian Murphy are actually together in real life. Oh, huh. which that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, let's move on to Civil War. S tier. Really liked it. My first few watches, still like it, but it's. I I would put it in not as rewatchable. I, I think it's a really. I think it's one of the better MCU movies. And my reasoning is because I won't fight you too much on it. So so. All of the stuff, the criticisms I had of Endgame, or not Endgame, um, Infinity War, of where how it feels very fast-paced and disconnected because it's trying to catch you up on everything. 
this movie tries has to do all that shit too, but it does a much better job and it feels a lot more focused. One that still has less characters, a jumble. Yeah. Russo brothers are way better with more grounded type of stuff like this. My my um, one criticism, and I I mean maybe this could make it a high A tier instead, is that the Civil War plotline should have been more than one movie. Oh yeah. That's that's my one um, my one and it's really it. nothing like the comics aside from Tony and Cap uh, having their little fight. Yeah. But the finale, I mean, this is one of the best final acts of any MCU movie. Yeah. Just the hurt you feel when Tony finds out um Bucky killed his parents mm-hmm. and Cap tries to you know explain it to him real quick oh he was brainwashed and everything and tony's like i don't care he killed my mom and they have a straight up fight and tony is intent on murdering the yeah. winter soldier dude when, and, when when i was watching this you know, in theaters i for a it felt, split it second hurt. there was like holy shit is captain america gonna kill iron man no he wouldn't but would have iron man killed captain america maybe Maybe, you think yeah. that here? I was when but I was it's watching like, this in theaters. I was like, "Oh, someone's gonna walk out of this." Not, I think isn't honestly, gonna walk out of this. There was the whole Team Cap and Team Iron Man thing. Mm-hmm. They were trying to do the Team Edward and Team Jacob thing, like, like. But um, we had a whiteboard at my work. Honestly, watching when this, movie this was coming out where people wrote their names on Team Cap or Team Iron Man. Oh, we uh, my teacher, uh, my high, uh, high school history teacher used this as a way uh, a debate in our class yeah debating the superhero registration act and oh, i was cool. on cat america side i came in my cat america uh, hoodie nice and um you know said that they shouldn't pass the superhero registration act it's unconstitutional and whatever um so yeah you have the political parts of it it's definitely politically heavy you know like uh on government interference and you know on you know that kind of thing but within the context of the mcu by the time you get to the final act when they kind of actually team up again to stop uh zemo but then zemo reveals the truth uh, about uh bucky about the winter soldier killing tony stark's parents which is such a huge that's literally like the spider-man 3 oh sandman actually killed uncle ben but this works so much better yeah because we really there was never any details about the deaths of tony's parents it's not like a retcon it doesn't feel like that it feels like no because it's just briefly in the first iron man movie they died in a car wreck um, but now you see yeah. it was the Winter Soldier, and like, you know, you're so excited. Oh, they're you. You expect them to get together and fight the bad guy at the uh, at the end, just like like Batman v Superman, where they yeah. fight for a bit, then they're mates. And then, and then the but moral, no. and then the moral grayness. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right there. Where it's like they're not mates at the end. They're they they walk away from this. Still, they still want to kill each other. <laughs> and well at least tony does yeah and and the moral grayness here of like bucky like he did it well tony wasn't on killing bucky but he wasn't still like the moral grayness of like bucky like he did it but he wasn't himself yeah he was mind controlled so it's like and yeah and when that moment when uh cap's fighting him hand to hand and uh his computer friday's like 
you can't beat him hand to hand. And he's like analyzes combat techniques and whatever. Okay, kick his ass. And then he just beats the shit out of Captain America. But uh and then when he blasts Bucky's arm off, yeah, it's just such a like it's not an epic finale. It's like a it hurts. Like it hurts yeah. to see who used to be like comrades in arms go at each other like this. Yeah. Um yeah, and, and it, I, I think I Civil to, War would be an S tier. I have to also I add do. the actor that they cast for Baron Zemo. I don't He's think great. they could have done a better job casting him. I had seen him I in mean, a few it's other not movies before. The comic that. book Zemo. It's not but... comic book, but like for for the MCU, for like what they were doing with the character, I don't think they could have done a better job casting. I had seen that actor in a few other oh, movies, yeah. and um he's fantastic actor and he but anyways he might be one of my favorite Daniel Bruhl, villains. right uh i think so well he's yeah. one of my favorite villains because he doesn't have powers he just gets the heroes to fight each other yeah and he comes back in uh, falcon and winter soldier and he's very and then he gets that. the mask yeah and he does the dance but but he's civil war yeah easy s here actually also and we and we touched on in the and when we're talking about black panther but black panther's introduction here is fantastic oh yeah and spider-man Great introduction and the def yeah spider-man should introduce in this movie. Too. our first look at uh tom holland um and he's great in it yeah uh, I, yep. When he catches Winter Soldier's arm, and he's like, "Whoa, is that a metal arm? That's so cool!" Like how casually strong he is. Yeah, and and uh, what what is it? Uh, Falcon? Is it Falcon that says like, "I don't know if you've ever been in a fight." You talk before, too much. You usually yeah. don't talk this much. And he's yeah, like, "Oh yeah. shit, my bad guys." <laughs> yeah, and when no, he gets clothesline by Cap Shield, I'd say S tier. Um, at the very um, least, at the very least, low S tier. It could it could be adjusted. But let's try to move faster. Uh, Captain America: yeah. The First Avenger, B. I'd agree with that. I actually, yeah. it's one of my, I, I've watched it a lot more recently and I, I actually, it's not like Winter Soldier level, but just for a fun superhero adventure romp. I think it's one of the better the whole, first, uh, first wave movies. Um, you get the whole period piece aspect. Yeah. Seeing Cat America just fight straight up Nazis is fun. I love um, seeing world war ii stuff i love seeing an action hero punch nazis I, i'm a sucker for yeah it's stuff. it's very yeah. indiana jones in the way it's yeah. you know it's got that um hugo pulp, hugo vibe and um is great oh he's great as red skull and it's a bummer yeah. that they didn't get him back for um they just got a really good impersonator war. or something yeah but you, you don't really notice too much but it's still a bummer that mm -hmm. I thought it was Hugo Reeving, weaving yeah. the, my first no, watch. You, you really don't notice, um, but it's still a bummer knowing that he didn't actually come back for that. Well, I know ever since The Matrix, he doesn't like re reprising in blockbuster movies. Um, Understandable, I guess. He, yeah. he kind of got wore out by it. Well, by the time by Lord of the Rings and The Matrix, he he swore off like blockbuster franchises. Yeah. So he just agreed to do this one off. Um. Haley Atwell's great. Peggy Carter. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, good movie. And Tommy Lee Jones. Chris you Evans. To, you get to see Tommy Lee Jones be a, a grumpy Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. And that's, that's always, always fun. fun. And yeah, Sebastian Sam was perfect casting as, as a more, you know, grittier Bucky. And yeah. um, Chris Evans was a, at the time, a surprising yet the perfect casting as Captain America. Yeah. Fantastic port. 
I couldn't ask for better casting. I just remember Chris Evans was always associated with like the douchebag roles. I think his uh, biggest movie before this was Fantastic Torch or uh, Human Torch. <laughs> the Fantastic Torch. And he's yeah. been in like a lot of um, rom teenage. Like, he was in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, and he was a douchebag in that. He's just he, always he, a he was in the some teenage movie or whatever it's called. He, Human Torch was a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Push. Yeah, he's like <laughs> before this, he was like at best a douche that secretly has a heart of gold, but still a douche. And this, it was just like heart of gold. Yeah, so yeah, they stripped away the douchiness him. from him. Yeah. Next, we have Winter Soldier. I'm just gonna do it, make it easy for us. S yeah. here. It's one of the best. MC in fact, movies. I, I, I mean, place it above, it above Civil War. I put it above Civil War. I think this one works so well because you could literally just watch this as a cool, like, political action spy thriller. Yeah. With not much knowledge on MCU and enjoy this. All you have to know is that secret evil Nazis have infiltrated the government and Captain America has to stop it. Yeah, if you have a vague knowledge of who Captain America is and who the Avengers are, that's I all. Mean, you, that's all you need. They're to trying know. to like. <laughs> they're trying to replicate this whole vibe in a uh, Secret Invasion. Nice, the Winter Soldier vibe. I, and I've it, not watched good. any of that. Yet. Um, kind of wait until it's all done. Yeah, at this point, I would just wait till it's done and just mm-hmm. binge it. You know, that's a good um, way to watch the but, MCU shows. You get Samuel L. Jackson back as Nick Fury. He plays a bigger part in this. Scarlett Johansson is a better Black Widow in this than she is in her own solo this movie. This is her best movie. Um, yeah. And oh, yeah, Chris Evans' cap. You get, right there, you get the cool stealth suit, the Commander yeah. Rogers suit. And Winter Soldier feels he's one of the more threatening villains in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and then he get he quickly gets neutered. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, when Spider Man shows up and everything, but like in this, like he felt like a huge threat, this cyber yeah, assassin. Been, yeah, and it it, it just felt it felt smart without being pretentious. It's just a cool action spy thriller. Yeah, the yeah, Russo brothers coming fresh off of directing Community. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> then you have Captain Marvel. Oh, I I've only seen it twice. Mm, I'm I'm a little bit torn on this one. I want to say I haven't been. I haven't had a need to watch it again. I've seen and it that a few tells times. you what you need to know. I've seen it a few times. I'm inclined to put it in D tier. That feels low because it's a it's a it's it's okay. It's fun. It's better in Black Widow. It's but better in Black Widow. Just knowing what other movies are coming on this list, I don't feel we can put it better than D tier. Sure. Like I like Brie Larson. But better in Black Widow. I, I like Brie Larson a lot more in this than I like than in the other movies she's in so far. Um Yeah, and it's like this was a promising start, and I still think they could bring her back. Like the Marvels, I think, has potential to be really good. It um, also has the issue of it's set it's set in space, but then also mostly on Earth. But it yeah. doesn't have like the fun that Guardians of the Galaxy has with MCU mm-hmm. c- cosmic. Yeah. Um, Jude Law is fun. 
I was yeah, like but he's well. also just a bland villain. I can't yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah. I don't know what his whole deal was. It's cool seeing um what's his um Ronan the Accuser reprised his role. Uh, what's his yeah. name? Uh, um he was in The Hobbit as well. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I don't remember his name. Lee Pace. Lee yeah. Pace. Um you get Phil But Coulson he was briefly back. in it. I wanted to see Ronan the Accuser fight Captain Marvel, maybe. That would have been that's fun. kind of what I was expecting because he's yeah. a very powerful character in the comics and yeah, he's barely so that in. that felt lame. Uh, you get Phil I thought Coulson. he was gonna be the secret uh yeah, Phil Coulson's yeah, back. That, that it's was in the 90s. I, don't, I don't know. I just think it's it's very on the nose with the nineties stuff though. It's oh, like, she crashes in a blockbuster. Yeah, it's it's an playing okay, grunge music. It's an okay movie that I I thought set up a good base for the character um Gareth Edwards in recent years I've seen a lot of people on and these are all like toxic fanboys on reddit and shit like that really shit on Brie Larson like it's like she's the problem with the character and and no you you you, if you watch this movie and then in the same day go watch you know Infinity War and Endgame she's not the problem with the character Brie Larson is great. Um, they it'll just... be interesting to see the Marvels. I think that'll be a yeah. fun dynamic with my her understanding and, um, is Ms. When Marvel they made, and Photon. Uh, Infinity War and Endgame is that the directors and writers didn't really know what Marvel was even doing with Captain Marvel, so right. they didn't know how to write her. Yeah, because this came out after they wrote it. Yeah, so they didn't so... know what to do with her. Um, in end game, that's why did, she felt so weird in Endgame. Yeah, so I'm still very hopeful that in the Marvels that she's gonna be good. Looks like because... it's she's gonna get to have more fun in that yeah. one. So we'll see. Uh, next we have Doctor Strange. Um, introduces proper magic into the MCU. Benedict Cumberbatch is great as Doctor Strange. It's very origin story. But um yeah, has all the problems that origin stories always have. Uh but uh Mads Mikkelsen is fun, but he's also oh, very yeah, forgettable. He's fun. Uh the cho are what's her name? Lion Witch and Wardrobe. Oh, Tilda Swinton Swinton. Um Tilda Swinton is, is good. I like her as the ancient one. I think it'd be A tier, but n- below Black Panther though. I think it's definitely A tier though. It's it, well, I could bump it. Actually, down to I would put it on par with Avengers and Captain America. I think okay. the magic stuff's fun, but it still doesn't go like I love the the final act in this one. Actually, I think it's yeah. a maybe a better final act than any of those than I Avengers are yeah. first Avenger because he beats Dormammu. Just by tiring him, yeah. <laughs> putting he, him he, in the time loop. He basically just of, thinks his way out of out of the problem. Yeah, putting Dormammu cool. in the time loop, and we don't really know how long he's in the time loop. Well, and it, it, it highlights the explanation is he becomes Sorcerer Supreme, and he's so powerful by Infinity War in such a short frame of time because during the time loop with Dormammu, that could have been like a thousand years. Yeah, well, it highlights it highlights a cool thing about Doctor Strange is he's not just super powerful at magic. He's also 
a freaking genius and he's patient. But he's also a dick. He's a dick. Yeah. So he's like, he's he he comes up with a solution. He's like, I'll put you in a time loop because fuck you. And I can wait this out. And um <laughs> he's just a normal, he's just a guy. Yeah. He doesn't like the cool thing about like Doctor Strange and like magic and MCU, you can just be a normal person. And if you dedicate enough time and if you're a good learner and everything, you can learn magic. But like he's physically still human doing all this yeah. stuff. And I think that's a fun aspect. Well, I um let's speed through these though. All right. On the major ones we'll talk about, but Eternals, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. What do you think of it? All right, haven't seen it. Good. <laughs> um, My sister likes I mean, it a lot, but I know it has uh, John Snow in it. It does, um, but apparently Barely. he plays such a small role that when I mentioned to my sister about John Snow, and she is a big Game of Thrones fan, keep that in mind. She was like, "Wait, what? Wait, your younger sister or older? My older sister." Okay, I was like, yeah, because Game yeah, of Thrones. She's is, she's a big like, Game of Thrones fan, and and she told me about Eternals when she saw it. Recent, she she hadn't <laughs> seen it for a while, so she saw it recently, and she was like, it's great. And I'm like, how's um, how's Jon Snow in it? And she's like, what? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> um, I really was. I don't know. It just looked very boring to me. Just That's like boring. they're standing around in the field and. It tries to be philosophical, but it's the the highlight of the marketing is. I mean, it's celestials that, um, and stuff. Camille got really fucking jacked for it. He did get jacked for it. Um, I still need to see it. I have to see it right, but I really don't care to see it. Yeah. And honestly, if we didn't have the haven't seen it yet, that would be F tier. But I don't think it's fair to rank thing something F just because you haven't seen it. Yeah. But being me, that's like the Marvel guy and that's seen all these movies and I still haven't seen the Eternals. That tells you a lot. Anyways, yeah. uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do we still uh, want to do shows or do you want to skip over them? I guess we can throw them in because they're here. They're here. Okay, Falcon Winter Soldier. For me, mm. as far as MCU shows go, it's... It's somewhere... That's higher than I would have put it. Um, I would put it in C. Okay, it's a it's a C. It's a C. Because I mean, I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was quite good. It's, it's a just, little heavy handed with the high, it's social commentary. Hindsight. Yeah, I I don't really want to rewatch uh, it. No, I have no inclination to rewatch. In fact, I the only Marvel shows I've rewatched is like Daredevil and stuff, but that's technically yeah. well. Well, it's kind of MCU. my willingness no, to rewatch really. a show, especially if it's a one-off season like that, like a right. series. My willingness to rewatch a TV show is a pretty good indication on how much I liked it. Right. Versus but then a movie again, I don't really movie re I'm willing to sit through for a couple hours, even if I didn't like it, just because fuck it, why not? It's on TV. Right. Um. But yeah, it's a little heavy-handed with the social commentary. I, I still think it's good. The villain's bad. Uh, the whole final act of the show is bad. Mm -hmm. I like the back politicians. and forth between Hey, politicians, Bucky. do better. Do better, politicians. 
I like that he gets a comic accurate uh, Sam Wilson cap suit. Um, yeah, that's cool. I like Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan here. I think um, off brand Captain America was fun. Kurt Russell's son. Um, you know, I, I like that they brought back Zemo and he's just really fucking chaotic in every scene. Oh, yeah. And it's, you get the whole dancing meme. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, first one. Past uh, me would have put this S tier. But I think now A tier. it's an A. Yeah. I like that movie. Holds For me, really I put well. it above Black Panther. I think it's more rewatchable. It's fun. In I fact, agree. I put it above Infinity War. You know, I'd agree. Yeah, I think it's fair. It's fun. It's got good comedy. It... Uh, Great character acting. I mean, Dave Batista, Drax, Zoe Saldana. I mean, you get Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket, which is crazy. To uh, yeah, everyone he, forgets he's Rocket. about that. And uh, Chris Pratt, Star Lord, the guy from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. And now he's got to the point where he's not even the guy from Parks and Rec anymore. Like most no, he, people are like, oh, he's the Star Lord. He's Star Lord. Or no, he's the when dinosaur this came guy. out, he was the guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah, the funny fat guy. And yeah. then Marvel got him ripped and uh he but he, you know, he was still a lot of fun in Guardians. Lee Pace's Ronin was good. The soundtrack mm-hmm. great. James Gunn, just great. Just a lot of fun stuff. In good fact. Movie. Yeah. Guardians Galaxy Volume 2. Not as good. It doesn't have the same like breath refresh years the air as the first one. Yeah, it's but it's still, still damn freaking good. It's, it's, a, it's at least still a really tier. good. Yeah, um, I love Kurt Russell. He's great. At I it. think it's a high B tier, like almost A. But yeah. I think just because it's a little cheesier and not in like a good way, mm-hmm. but it still has really good character moments. You get the romantic tension between Gamora and Star Lord more in this one. The yeah, the between the tension between Star Lord and Kurt Russell, his father, Ego, and yeah. then when he gets the revelation that Ego killed um his mom. Oh yeah, uh, that's a great moment. You know, uh, I I think and Yondu is like, great. A lot of oh, good Yon, father son moments. Yondu is so good in that. I I think that this movie um, I think its biggest flaw is that it's just not quite if in a back to back watching, it's not quite as well paced. As the first yeah, one. Yeah, that final act kind of goes quick. I mean, it's still pretty well-paced, but not as... But it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's fun to watch. The soundtrack's good. Good visual effects. So, um, solid B. Hawkeye. Um, Definitely better than Winter's, Falcon Winter Soldier for Yeah, me. you know, I was really surprised by Hawkeye. I think I would put it either a high C or a low B tier. I thought it was... It's, actually really good it's it's one of I my favorites low shows. b Haley steinfeld is great as um kate bishop perfect casting and jeremy renner it's fun to see him back as hawkeye and a more fleshed out role this time and yeah, he gets his christmas, own story i mean it's it is a christmas show it's it more is. seasonal yeah. but i think that you know if it didn't ha- i think the Christmas setting was such a smart choice, not just because it released around Christmas, like that winter, but it takes this more grounded, like thriller, but then it throws a little pizzazz with the Christmas stuff. And you get Vincent uh, D'Onofrio back as Kingpin. That's awesome. 
Even though he's a little bit sillier version, but he's a more comic accurate version, like with how yeah. strong, like the super strength and he can survive explosions, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a good a middle ground. good adapta- adaptation of the Matt Fraction uh, Hawkeye run. Yeah. Yeah, they're shot straight from that run in the show, um, like with the car and everything. And yeah, I I was dog and pleasantly surprised by the show because I didn't I didn't expect much from it uh, when I watched it. Right, because it's but, Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, and uh, <laughs> thankfully Jeremy Renner survived his snowplow accident. I I know that was a yeah. big scare, like yeah, crush wow. a bunch of bones and bodies. Um, next we get Iron Man three, which mm, see. Uh, yeah, low C. It's a low C, and the only reason it's not D is because it's still Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yeah, it really, which is it's still just, great. I think it's a really but good example feels... of a a move of an MCU movie that really gives into the blockbuster standards. It gives into that, and like, it's also a big swing and a miss with the whole. He yeah. doesn't have the Iron Man suit that much. Yeah, I mean, that is um, the best part of the movie. But it just doesn't is hit right. I don't know. Like the part where he gets stranded and he has to like think his way out of it. And then when he's at like the compound and like the action sequence where he's like waiting for the suit to come from him and it's coming, you know, little bits at a time. Um, It's the I think that's the best part. But that's Guy Pierce is kind of he's a forgettable villain where he's like, I'm the Mandarin bit. That cringy. Uh, that was lame. That was really lame. It, 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 but yeah, C tier. I mean, I'll watch it if it's on, but I won't intention. I won't watch it on my own accord. I don't. Iron hate Man it, Two. Yeah. Iron Man Two. Okay. Well, this might actually be technically worse than Iron Man Three, just from an objective standpoint. I don't. I like I, it more than. I Iron don't Man think 3. it is it's more fun. That's, I think Mickey Rourke is a fun, weird villain as Whiplash. My I don't think it is. Uh, give me my boot. Um, like objectively, where I don't think it. I, I Iron Man three gives into like all like it. I think just, Iron Man three has a better plot. I, I with him with the PTSD after Avengers. I think Iron Man three um, tried to have a more interesting plot, but it gives into all. Like all of the, like this is the third in a trilogy of blockbuster movies. Like it gets no, that on, is true. Like it gets on its knees and sucks off Hollywood. Like and but I think no, I definitely do a think blockbuster trilogy is. I definitely think Iron, Iron Man, Man 2, Two is better though. Yeah, Iron Man Two. Like yeah, it's would you still... put it past C tier though? No, no, I wouldn't put it past C tier. I want to put it past C tier, but a higher C tier. I would put it. Maybe in between Age of Ultron and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that's a perfect spot, actually. Like, um, I like the final battle sequence with the drones and everything. Yeah, Whiplash is a fun, weird villain, so that's interesting, at least. Um, and, you know, you get drunk Tony Stark. Yep. And the introduction of Don Cheadle as War Machine and the introduction of uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. Yep, and the, you get happy like uh, Pervin on her when she's changing to her suit. So it's cool in the MCU. Yeah, and that's a, and that's important. Yeah, and then you get the original Iron Man S tier. I've seen this. Yeah, it's easy S tier. S tier. 
I, I've watched it recently. I, it's still just whoops. It's so good. Okay, we kept our. <laughs> that was a close one. I accidentally clicked on my uh, Skyrim Nexus tab. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, easy S tier. Um, in fact, because it's literally the first movie the MCU still stands on its own, still yeah. is so good, has great action beats. The whole bit where he flies down in Afghanistan, just murders all the terrorists, commits war crimes. Just great stuff. And dude, I love you, the soundtrack I, here. I, the special I love how effects real, even hold up. The special effects hold up. You right. get more practical uh, suits with the armor and everything. Well, there's practical suits, but like real... I, don't, I don't know what how they did it, but like the CGI even, like it's 2008. You can still tell. Well, it's, it's a lot CGI. easier to do like metal surfaces and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like it's you, know. you can still tell it's CGI in those scenes because it's 2008. That's why the but, first Transformers movie like, still holds up because it's just it robots. Works so. though, like they they just yeah. shot it in a way where it just works. Jeff Bridges is. The first MCU villain set the standard. In fact, this whole movie, I, I have to put it in top S here. Yeah, this literally agree. set the entire template for the MCU. Yeah. Like it was such a huge, uh, shot at this that they took, uh, casting Robert Downey Jr., who had been dealing with drug addiction and almost have gone to prison and, you know, giving him that chance. And Marvel was just an independent film studio at this point. Given the range to John um, Favreau, the guy who directed elf. Yeah. The guy that directed elf, <laughs> which is a great and, movie, but no, it's a not comedy, a superhero yeah. movie though. And he gets <laughs> Terrence Howard as war machine. Mm -hmm. And he actually got paid more than Robert Downey Jr. in this one. And when he found out he was Robert Downey Jr. was going to be getting paid substantially more than him in the sequel, that's when he stepped out. That's when we get Don mm -hmm. Cheadle. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. That's great, even though she's uh, crazy, but she's great in this role. Um. And yeah, Jeff Bridges great when he yells at the guy about the when he uh, <laughs> yells at Ralphie. Yeah, he yells at Ralphie. <laughs> but yeah, solid S tier. I mean, the whole fact that they said Je in interviews, Jeopard just like they didn't even have a script, man. Yeah. And they improv well, like, so much of this. This base. You've the, heard the story like, humor. About, like, about how like the, the ending scene where Iron or Tony Stark reveals himself as Iron Man to the public, how that was improvised mm -hmm. and they kept that and that set the tone for the entire MCU. Yeah, where most of the heroes like, don't have secret identities. They don't get hung up on that. And they just, you know, until Spider-Man. I mean, pretty much everybody knew who everybody was. Yeah. And like Thor is just Thor. Yeah, you, you, you either know, have you either don't have a secret identity or you're like a super spy or you're a god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, know. next we have Loki, which out of the... Mm -hmm. uh disney plus mcu shows i still think stands is the best i agree um is it an s tier when you compare it to the movies no no i don't i, I think, think it's a, I think it's a an show, a tier it can only get up to an a tier yeah now if like the daredevil series was in here Maybe. then that would be a different conversation yeah um but i think loki is an a tier 
I, I think it was a great show. I liked Owen Wilson. Uh, Sylvie was good. Mm-hmm. I, I think it did a good job with the whole timeline hopping thing. And like, it really dove into Loki's character. It's, and it Tom Middleton a concept so, in Marvel comics that would have been, could have, it, it would have been so easy for them to, to completely fuck, fuck it up. Yeah, and they didn't. And they but did since it you well. got Tom Hiddleston as Loki, yeah. and like they're the back and forth between him and Owen Wilson. Oh, there's they're one of the best duos I think in the whole MCU. Like, they're and so then Jonathan Majors as Kang, which is kind of a controversial, unfortunate topic now because of the allegations. But he was a good He Who Remains uh, version of Kang. Yeah. He's good at and it. he was the best part of Quantum Mania, but if <laughs> yeah, I'm that's where I'm gonna leave it. But um, yeah, I think Loki that's a good definitely spot for a it, Uh, Shang Chi. I like Shang Chi. I, I think I've only seen it once, and that's not because I, I don't like it or anything. I recommend you watch it again. I think it's one. I of, should watch it again. I think the third act. The third it's act really drags it down. That's a common monster battle superhero shit. Gray um, empty space. Yeah, and just and that is definitely a problem. Fighting in a rest, quarry. The rest of the movie, I think, is one of the most fun MCU movies. And I don't well, mean, yeah, and just the I don't mean like objective choreography, like a quality like like cinema cinematically like one of the best but i just mean like pure fun factor it's a fun movie would you put it over guardians volume two that's what i'm asking no not quite but i would put it in b tier maybe down with the first captain america i think that's a good spot yeah between captain america and hawkeye i like it a lot but the third act really drags it down Mm-hmm. It relies too heavy on the magic stuff and the CGI stuff. If they had um, made the third act instead of the, the whole dragons thing, like it was a just a martial arts fight between, like a martial art battle between him and the Mandarin, that would have been a lot better. Yeah, they should have stuck with their guns and made it just but, a pure just yeah. kung fu flick. Really good act, really good uh, fight sequences and choreography. Really good acting. Mm-hmm. Good, some good. Oh, and Simi Liu. I mean, I yeah. love him. He's great. Yeah. And Aquafina, she's fun. I mean, uh, she's been yeah. a little bit overused in content lately, uh, just as the funny um, character. But uh, yeah, I think I think fun. studios need to give her a chance to do something different. else. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. Then like you have it. Spider Man like Far From Home. We've recently watched this. Our commentary's out. Mm-hmm. Um. In comparison with the rest of the MCU, B, it's still a B. I B. Um, yeah, I would put it. I want to put it above Avengers, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I would put it right there, right between Cap America and Avengers. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I would I personally would put it here. Yeah. I mean it's a higher spot than it got in our Spider-Man ranking. Um but we mm-hmm. we talked about that. The reason we put it so low in the Spider-Man ranking is as so, a Spider-Man movie 
it misses the mark in a few spots because it's so MCU feeling. But as mm-hmm. an MCU movie, it's pretty good, I think. I, I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Definitely be uh, similar. Uh, Homecoming. But as a Spider Man movie, it's better. Yeah. Great movie. I love it. One of my favorites. Uh, but I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to be biased. I'm going to say maybe a high B tier as an MCU movie. Is it above Guardians Volume Two? That's kind of our not, metric. I would say not quite. Not above. It's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's with Doctor what about Strange? Doctor Strange? Above it or like right oh, with it? That's a tough one. That's the question. Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty equal with Doctor Strange, but uh, I'll just keep it right there. Yeah, it's just I love that movie, but yeah, as if you were to watch the entire MCU, it would feel a little like out of place yeah now we have the elephant in the room no way home yeah which as a i mean the ultimate culmination of all the spider-man movies all the villains are back well most of them and you get toby and andrew and it's multiverse heavy but i think it does it well and it uh yeah fan service heavy but i think it's earned i'd say a tier but at the bottom of a tier maybe maybe above loki i would put it above loki um for the same reason i would reason, personally put it above black panther just because i rewatch it more yeah but that's fair i think hmm, this is hard it's just for the same reason that like homecoming. Is I wouldn't put it above Guardians of Galaxy because Guardians of Galaxy is so like original and fresh. Yeah, it's um, well. I, I would just say for the same reason that homecoming is where it's at is because in the context of the MCU, it feels a little out of place. Um, the entire, I think, M- uh, Marvel uh, Spider-Man trilogy, except for Far From Home, feels out of place. Feels like a standalone trilogy, right? Which, it which should. isn't a bad thing for a trilogy, <laughs> but in the context, but of if the you MCU, were gonna binge watch the entire MCU, it would feel a little wacky. Yeah, like but it does have Doctor like Strange in it, so that. For- like you're taking a break from the MCU for a Spider-Man adventure type of thing. Right. Even though it is still pretty MCU forward with yeah. Doctor Strange. But I like um, it. I think above Loki, at least. A tier. Let's just yeah. I mean, the order of within the tiers isn't too important. It's mm-hmm. just the tier it's in that's important. It's a tier. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. I like this one so much more even now. Like I like it more now after Love and Thunder. It's Um, absolutely S tier, I think. I think it's one of my favorites. S tier. I think it's funnier than Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. It's wacky. It's I I love Chris Hemsworth in this. He gets to have a lot of fun. Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Great stuff. The fight between him and the Hulk. Yeah, you get some plant stuff. You, you get some, uh, yeah. Hey, Blanchett is a uh, hella yeah. great stuff. You get Led Zeppelin in the soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. God, uh, so <laughs> I would put it. I'd put it there with Winter Soldier. Kind of about 
a little below Winter spot. Soldier. Yeah. Because Winter Soldier is like real. It's like Dark Knight-esque. Yeah. Nolan-esque. So I would put it a little bit below Winter Soldier. Yeah. But would you put it above Civil War? Eh. I mean. Yeah. I would. i watch it more. So I would, I would put it above Civil so. War. Yeah. Thor the Dark World. Ooh, D. tough one. Definitely it's D a D. But I think it oh, I think it goes below Cap Marvel. Below Cap Marvel, definitely yeah. above Black Widow, though. I don't hate Thor the that original. Movie. Um the first Thor. C tier. It's very small. Um, well, it, it, it's crazy because it's phased one. It's the first movie that introduced like gods and magic. Yeah. But it's so small. It's uh, but it has its charm to it. Watched it, has it recently. Yeah, it's it's got some heart it, and it's it's a fun little movie, but it's also eh. <laughs> it's fine. Like I would put it see maybe right above Iron Man two. So I think it's got similar quality, yeah, and it's but got, it's, it's got more heart it's, to it. It's got more heart. It's got it's Shakespearean moments. Yeah, with uh, Odin, uh, played by uh, Silence of the Lambs, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> he played. Uh, it's King, funny. Played, some uh, names I remember, Rich, and then other ones played, I'm like, what? Um, Richard the Lionheart in uh, Lion in Winter. Oh yeah, with, and it it resulted introduced and... as um. <laughs> I mean, this movie is so important for the MCU, though. I mean, you get the introduction of Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Natalie Portman. You get it resulted. It was a as, um... bold movie to do. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, it's pretty good. You had pretty Iron good. Man and Hulk, and then Thor. Gods, like gods and magic. But then they shit. did the whole thing. Oh, magic's just science we don't understand. And then they just completely dropped that. By the time we get Doctor Strange, which I'm glad. Yeah. Um, WandaVision started out very well, like mm, the first couple yeah. episodes, like how it was the '50s sitcom thing, and then it moved on to different sitcoms. But then it got heavy-handed and um, kind of lost my interest. Towards end, I, I I still love the sh- ship of Theseus debate between yeah. the visions. That's so that fun. does give the final episode more points. I just it's pretty fun. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can place it higher than. But it's not. Honestly, honestly, I, I put it right with like Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, the Falcon and Winter Soldier because the yeah. the final act just and yeah, Agatha Harkness is g- good, fun, but it's like where they write it off like where the town just accepts that like oh yeah, she was mind controlling you the whole thing and like it's fine. All all I all I can say is that when these shows were coming out, I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier infinitely more. I thought it was so much better. I thought the first few, I thought because this was more visually interesting. It was, but um, it really dropped 
very fast after the first few episodes. I thought no, the first after the first, I would still put it. I'll put it at the bottom of C. I, I don't okay. think it's quite D yeah, because okay. those first couple episodes are a lot of fun. Yeah, with the and also they Ralph bonered us, which I don't know if the give it points for that or subtract points because <laughs> we thought fox quicksilver was going to be in this with evan peters and he kind of was but then they're like oh no actually it was just this random guy named ralph boner yeah um (laughs) (laughs) so that was kind of a big like fuck you to the fans like it was so close to like being the first like major multiversal thing but uh yeah they didn't quite do it um what if the first animated adventure and the only animated adventure in the MCU. Um, I think it's a lot of fun, but there's only a couple standout episodes that I remember. I think yeah. the Infinity Ultron arc was a lot of fun. Uh, good stuff. You get these huge cosmic battles, which we've never seen in MCU before. It feels like, like it's the most eats a galaxy and like you get yeah. Supreme Doctor Strange, all that. It's the most uh, it feels the most out of place out of all of these. Like it's like, why is not this just because it's animated, but because of the it's because, because it's a what if thing. Like, why is this part like it doesn't. When I think of the MCU, I don't think of this. It's as literally the, the multiverse, like with zero stakes. At yeah. least the multiverse has some stakes in the other movies, but this one's just like let's just do. But it's fun. I mean, I can't really criticize it that much. It, it, it's supposed. It is what it's supposed to be. Just a fun yeah. cart animated thing. Party Thor, bro. Party Thor was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um... This is just a tough Marvel Zombies it's... things was pretty good. I'm excited. They're going to do a Marvel yeah. Zombie show. It's just, uh, it's just, I don't know where to put it because I like it's fun, but it really feels like it's not even MCU. Right. Like, where, like, I don't know where this fits. See? Yeah. Because it's not bad or anything. It's fun. Yeah. But it's. Awkward. I just, I just I, don't I know. Yeah. Then we get Multiverse of Madness, which this yeah. had a lot of a uh, division. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it, but I'm a lot in of the people group that hate this movie. Yeah, but I'm in the group that quite likes this movie. I, I think, think it's a lot of fun. I think it's at I least a B tier. I love the Sam Raiminess of it. Yeah, dude, I would put yeah. it in A tier. I would put it. I'm inclined to put it A tier as well. I'm I'm on the same page. I think like it's fun. It's it feels different. It 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 doesn't feel like an MCU movie. You know, even though it's so MCU forward, it has characters. I think some of the it doesn't feel like it. It feels like a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, I think it's really creative. Like the fight (laughs) scene between the two Doctor Stranges, where they're throwing music notes at each other. Music. Oh yeah, I love the creativity here. Like I love awesome. I mean. Uh, I love that. Because I, uh, I love Elizabeth I really Olsen. Like, I really like Doctor Strange. And the MCU. But it was still too, like, action forward with its yeah, magic. Yeah, well, I, I love Doctor like, Strange. Forward. But the MCU has been really safe with Doctor Strange until this movie, where Sam Raimi yeah. was willing to kind of embrace a lot of the weird Doctor Strange. Wacky. Stuff, and, like, the Evil liked. Dead stuff, you yeah. know? 
I mean, he basically gets a Necronomicon in this movie, and yeah. you get the zombie Doctor Strange, and Elizabeth Olsen gets to have a lot of fun with her uh, oh, role as Scarlet so Witch good here. At this. Yeah, and like proper o- overpowered cosmic level Scarlet Witch, are, yeah. you know, which is great, and um, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't think it quite reaches like the emotional weight of these S tier movies, but it's yeah. quite a uh, lot of fun. I, I think a tier, I would if, put if it at least low A tier, but um, I'd put it down. See, I'm a huge Sam Raimi guy, so I would put it like here, but yeah. I'll work I think with I would you. Put put it, it I'd put it below Infinity War. Yeah, I, I'll put it right there in the middle. And I think, and my reasoning is it what you said about like it lacks, it it lacks emotional weight. With yeah, the exception of a like, few of a few scenes. When you see her kill all these characters in the multiverse, you're like, well, but it doesn't really matter because they're not the main ones or anything. But yeah. yeah, you get Patrick Stewart back as Professor X, which yeah. he might be the animated series version. At least a similar type. Heavily of- hints at that. Mm-hmm. That and from the Deadpool three plot leaks, I heard Scarlet Witch might be the main villain again in that. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, so it's Deadpool three is basically like Scarlet Witch be a sequel, based, like Scarlet Witch fucked up the Fox universe or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or yeah, and Deadpool has to fix it or kill it or I, I don't yeah, know what's gonna happen, but I heard she's gonna be a pretty big part in it and. But yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. You get Bruce Campbell. He's oh, always yeah. in Sam movies. I always love and I love anything with Bruce Campbell in it. Fun Evil Dead stuff. I think America Chavez is fun. I think the CGI mm-hmm. gets a little wonky sometimes, but it's mostly pretty good because there's still enough mm-hmm. practical effects to make it uh believable. Yeah. Um I just love I just love that we got a weird it's a f- Doctor Strange adventure. I, I quite like, like it. I would put it <laughs> higher personally, but I'll meet you in the middle here, in yeah. the middle of air tier. Moon Knight. I wanted this one to be uh, an S tier. I, I don't know how I feel about this one. Um, I, as far as MCU shows, I would still put an A tier. I think it's still much better than mm-hmm. yeah, I, Falcon I, Winter Soldier. I thought it was really, really um, good. It's just, I have one one problem with it and it's not enough moon Knight. yeah it's unfortunately it's a big <laughs> enough problem despite the quality of the acting and the writing oh oscar isaac's sort of amazing stuff. i mean he plays like three different personalities and i went into uh, it thinking we were getting a moon Knight show and moon Knight is barely it's more of a it. character study yeah like moon Knight of uh mark specter yeah this is a mark specter Stephen show. grant it's, was fun it's, I mean, Oscar it's Isaac, not... yeah, was amazing in this. I loved all the switching between personalities. Yeah. Great but, stuff. And it does we... have some violence in there, but there's yeah. so many parts where he blacks out and yeah. it's like he killed like 15 guys, but you don't get to see it. Like they're too scared to do that yet. Um, yeah, I just I just wish we had some more Conchu's actual good. Moon Knight action. Conchu was a lot of fun. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the big kaiju fight between him and a <laughs> a rare alligator. example of I think how a kaiju fight actually works in an MCU context. Um, I but thought it worked big, here. 
Egyptian gods fighting at the pyramids of Giza. I mean, that's pretty fun stuff. Yeah. I would put it below Loki in A tier. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Because it's still, I still enjoyed it. But like you said, I wanted more Moon Knight action. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's and my, it's my only criticism. There's of the enough show. Moon Knight action in there to satisfy, to keep me. Well, honestly, I was interested. I was like, okay, this isn't like a Moon Knight heavy, even though it's called Moon Knight and he's on the poster. It's like more of a character study and stuff. And yeah. I was like, okay, I respect that. Well, That's it's a cool. really, really um, interesting like story and, and character study and all that yeah. sort of stuff. It's just the show's called Moon Knight and there are entire episodes where there is no Moon Knight. Yeah. And I I just and read that's my the... one. That's my problem with it. Like, I just read one of the most like at the time and prep for the show. And we did a catching up of comics. I read like some right. of the more uh, significant moon Knight runs where you get a lot of moon Knight and him, you know, fighting got, you know, mm-hmm. getting in brutal situations and they I got, just th- I just thought this. I was getting they teased more, this. I thought I was getting into this. a more action heavy mood, like moon Knight heavy show. And it just wasn't. But it was they good, very though. much so it was, it was teased What's next? Um, um, we might have to put some in F tier. We'll 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 finalize it here in a second. Yeah, Ms. Marvel. I haven't. Did seen you it. see it? Nope. Um, it's fun. It's a it's a millennial Gen Z or more of a Gen Z like teenage. Uh, comedy. Mon Villani is she's a great Ms. Marvel and it's pretty awesome because she's like she was like a huge MCU fan and she never really acted in anything major and then she tried out for this and they picked her out it's pretty cool stuff she's actually writing on a Ms. Marvel comic run now oh cool where Ms. Marvel is a mutant now she's gonna be an X-Men and whatever oh I saw Um, I saw something about that yeah because it's spo- minor spoiler alert. They hint that Ms. Marvel's actually a mutant, not an inhuman, because the inhuman series was such an epic fail that it's not even on this list, even though it was technically part of the MCU. Yeah, um, that would have been the easy F tier, even though I haven't seen it. I just heard and know it's so bad. Yeah, but yeah, Ms. Marvel, I think, as far as compared to the other shows, I would put it still in C tier below i'll put it right here okay in between what above what if before wandavision it but it's fun i mean it's a watch once like enjoy once thing thor love and thunder f tier this might be the first f tier it is Um, the first f tier i i was thinking about thor love and thunder recently and i i I, oh you were i tried to block it out I've watched it since theaters. You get a fucking world-class and... prestige actor, Christian Bale. Yeah, oh, fantastic. One of yeah. the best actors of our generation, of our time. You American Psycho, Batman. All and he does a good job, too, in this movie. They just but fucking they wasted, wasted him. Um, He's barely utilized. He, he feels more said... like a backdrop to this comedy goof so uh, thing there, that there's a lot Taco of Batiti did individual scenes 
Not all of them. I think there's some bad scenes in this movie. But there's a lot of CGI plays a major part too. It's bad. It's Um, very bad. Very green screen scenes. I like very volume. There's a lot of like parts that I like. Just none of them work together as a movie. So I was thinking about this, and you know how like uh, the show Kenobi on Disney Plus felt like it was a movie that was stretched into a TV show. This felt yeah. the opposite. This felt like a TV show scrunched into a movie. <laughs> right. I mean, and, I think Natalie just, Portman was she was fun as Jane Foster Thor. I think she's fine in it. Um, but um, it's so it just <laughs> just the quality's bad. There's a lot of just obvious green screen and it's obvious like if they, the if volume. They were, if they had instead and, of releasing a movie, if they had released individual sequences of this movie as YouTube shorts or something, right? I no, think there's decent fight people sequences. People would have liked it, and like, but, but it's uh, they let tech. I, Thor Ragnarok, which is an S tier, directed by same director, Taika Waititi. I love his stuff. Flight of Concord, what we do in the shadows. He does great stuff. Yeah. But Marvel was like, oh, Thor Ragnarok was a huge hit. Let's give him full control, writing control and everything. Probably shouldn't have done that. Bad choice. He's obviously better when there's some restraint. Um, It just went too goofy and not in like a funny way. Like it it was almost unfunny sometimes. Uh and I mean, yeah, uh Russell Crowe was pretty fun as Zeus, I guess. I'll give it that. Yeah. And in fact, there's you know, toxic fans complaining about his version of Zeus. And I'm like, honestly, that's one of the most accurate versions I've seen of Zeus. I think he's a great Zeus. Just like um, period. <laughs> like just yeah. drunk uh pompous just party throwing pompous orgy having Zeus. i think i think russell crowe is great <laughs> yeah i i know I I, it's just that the whole movie but it's an mcu movie i refuse to see again like i never want to watch it again it was i was so excited for it i was like oh we're gonna get another ragnarok type, type movie yeah, and man, it just showed that Ragnarok, I guess, was just like lightning in the bottle. Like, and also, yeah, yeah it didn't have Tom Hiddleston as Loki. It, it didn't, you know. It just felt so cheap and so rushed, and I think that's all we got to leave it yeah. at. She Hulk. Uh, I put D. it. A... Where would you put it? I was going to put it in C tier, but I guess I, I would. Low C. I, Low I C, know. I guess. I don't know. The thing is, I think a lot of She-Hulk was really good. Like The, the finale, highs, though. The highs were really high, but the lows were real. Like, the finale was such a mess. That was a CGI terrible... was... The She-Hulk CGI was inconsistent, but I can get over that because it's a show. It was a TV show, show whatever. Yeah. Um, and um, the finale was just but... so bad. It was yeah. It went so meta with the fourth wall breaking like it was, thing. It was like I'm like halfway through the finale. I'm just like, what the what's what's going on? I'm confused. What it's am like, I watching? Let's outdo. 
Let's outdo Deadpool because technically She-Hulk was the first character to break the fourth wall. So yeah. let's outdo Deadpool, but not in a clever way. Yeah. No, I, let's I, just blatantly break the universe for a joke. But, I don't know. It just didn't feel yeah. right. I thought the portrayal uh, of the cringe. character was great. I thought the actress was great. Yeah, Tatiana. Um, I thought the episode that heavily featured... Um, daredevil Daredevil was high really point good. Um, even though they made him slightly goofy it wasn't was, too bad it didn't ruin what? his character like charlie cox was still yeah, I, charlie I mean, cox daredevil doesn't always have to be serious he can be goofy sometimes no he can be goofy and no. the yellow suit was fun and yeah. uh he still got a hallway fight and he was still he still felt like the same character, but just in, not just depressed. I, uh, <laughs> so I, I like we got Tim Roth back. Although I was so a yeah, little, I guess I'd put I this a little C. bummed out to see him not turn into abomination like other than for a quick gag. Yeah, abomination just felt like a gag. A lot of this um, just felt like a gag. He was great in it, but it was... I would put it below what if. I guess I guess my my biggest problem, other than the the final episode, which is just an absolute mess, but um, is that it doesn't really feel like it has a through line plot. It's just like the shenanigans of She Hulk. Like, wait, did we even talk about Thor: The Dark World at all? We didn't talk about it, but we threw it in. Like, we didn't really. I just threw it. Uh, the Dark Elf stuff was kind of fun. Loki's still fun. Uh, it's just very forgettable. Very forgettable. In fact, yeah. we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. Wakanda Forever. Now, <sighs> I, I'm going to have to watch this again because maybe I was just on a high or something. I have issues with that movie. I... Oh, I, I will say I've only seen it once, so that tells you something. But compared to like Quantumania, it at least felt more, it felt grittier. It felt more practical. Um, I disagree. But even though there is its fair share of CGI stuff, a lot of nano suit stuff, was, which has become a problem. Yeah. I thought uh, Namor was great. Uh, uh, he was until the third act. The third act definitely weighs it down. Uh, the third act is lot. one of the worst third acts in any Marvel movie. I of think. any, yeah. Um, it it's was very so rushed. bad. It's, it's the writing is confusing in the third act. Um, it doesn't know what it wants to be doing. The also I the, respect it devolves that they didn't... into a generic battle scene. Um, and then yes, it even like gets confusing cinematically because it's cutting between a battle scene and a personal fight scene and it changes the aspect ratio between these shots which i i get they were probably trying to make it like easy to tell what scene you're watching but it didn't work it's disorienting um i mean i like the links they went at i mean when they did the underwater scenes with um <laughs> Uh, Namor and Atlantis or whatever they call it now it's like more Aztec based which that's cool um, yeah. I when, think there's some beautiful art direction they actually filmed that underwater like the actors set yeah. underwater 
on set, which is cool. There's a lot There's of beautiful shots. Great art direction. But um, Ironheart. I mean, I respect that they didn't recast T'Challa. Yeah. But Chadwick Boseman even said not to recast him. Yeah. Himself. Um, Ironheart. The whole idea is, is like barely we, a character. Ironheart and never she does have been nothing of of consequence. Nope. Like. She was just there because, oh, they wanted to introduce her for her show it in would the future, be, which it might would, not be happening. So That's a shame because the I actress was good, and I would like to see Ironheart in an actual... But I know role. Marvel, Bob Iger, since Bob Iger's been back at Disney as CEO, mm. he he's even said recently that they have to take a step back and stop doing so much Marvel and Star Wars content and be more focused again. I mean, which I think is smart. It's probably smart. Yeah. Um, no, Ironheart is um, the only thing of consequence she does in the movie happens before the movie starts. She invents that device that they're trying to track. Yeah. On. And we never see it. And then like, they I wanted to see her and she does nothing. I wanted she... to see her origin story like, where she reverse engineers Stark tech and all that. And we don't. Yeah. Get that. She, she doesn't do um, any of that. They she uses Wakanda gear to make her own suit. She doesn't turn the tides of the battle, and then she doesn't nope. even get to keep her fucking suit. She doesn't get to keep the suit. Like, it's very CGI. It's like what what was the has point? no weight she, to it. Like like she didn't keep the suit, which means she's they're not even setting her up to already have the suit for her own show. No, she has to create her own suit again. Like what what was all? There's that no about? purpose. Yeah, it'd be but like I in still Civil think... War. It would be like in Civil War if they brought in Spider Man. And but they basically just had him be a lookout and didn't do anything in the battle. And then Tony said, Oh yeah, and you don't get to keep the suit. Right. Like so it's like what's, what's the, point? the point? He didn't like he didn't yeah. turn the tide of the battle. They don't set him up for the next movie. Like what? Like um Sherry is the new Black Panther, the reluctant black Black Panther. And I mean her taking up the man. I, I mean it was a good character arc, but the She's, way they think, rode off T'Challa was so fucking stupid. Yeah. You're literally in the super civilized civilization of Wakanda, and he had a heart attack or whatever. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It was stupid. Uh, and I don't know. I I, I think I Suri and Namor, their characters are the highlights. I'm excited to see more Namor. But um definitely. Yeah, I have issues with that movie. I think it's where are we going to put it? I mean, because there is a lot of things I like about it. I love when the Atlanteans show up on the ship and they during the siren song and everything and the score there, the yeah. shots there, the, the bridge battle the felt very winter soldier. Of, it has some very good, like really good, well done moments, but I have more issues with that movie than I have with most MCU movies. Like, hmm. I don't know. C, low C, just a compromise. Low C, maybe. I don't know. Where do you want to put it? I kind of want to put it in a high D tier. Because at least Captain Marvel was a fun romp. This and one, I've seen that by more than the once. end of the movie, I was upset. <laughs> I was angry with this movie the first time I, I wasn't, watched it. But I, I, 
I've only seen it once, though. I haven't. It's long enough where I don't feel like it's easy to see it again. And I want to put it down with Thor the Dark World. That's where I want to put it. That's that's my because (laughs) this is the only MCU movie. But by the end of the movie, I was upset. But not as upset as Love and Thunder. No, no, I wasn't upset. At Love, Love and Thunder, Thunder actively end. pissed me off. No, Love and Thunder, I think, is not a good movie. But I at least was laughing at some of the scenes when I was in the theaters. Well, this one, I watched compromise with you, Plus, and I was upset by the end of it. I guess since you want to rank it so low, I'll put it at the high end of the D tier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. But, but by the way, like love and thunder, like actively pissed me off because like they reached such a great balance with uh, Thor's with Chris Hemsworth's comedic chops and Ragnarok where he still felt like a real serious character sometimes, but he had funny moments, but, and then love and thunder and they made him a goof, just a complete goof. Yeah. No, Um, love and thunder was like in the theaters. I was, I, you know, I, at the end I was like, Oh, that that's a bummer. That, that yeah this actively by the end of the movie i was like i need to rant to someone about this this movie pissed me off this movie uh, like that that third you know act tanked i'll have to watch it again but i'll put it where you wanted it yeah it, it that third Anyways. act just completely tanked the movie more than any other mc movie next we kind of have an oddball in the mix we have a couple oddballs coming up Werewolf by Night. I thought it was a lot of fun. A great Halloween special. I hope to yeah. see more of it. Uh, cool that it was like completely disconnected from the MCU. It was just this fun, classic, universal monster thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was awesome. Um, solid A tier. I would agree. I have really no issues with it. Like right in the middle there. Yeah. Um, and Quantum Mania. That actually might be another F for me. I would probably agree. Yeah. I liked it more than Love and Thunder. Only a little bit. It still had a very similar energy to it where it was very green screeny, just overly CGI. It was, I watched it a second time thinking maybe I'll like it more this time. Like in the comfort of my home, drinking. No. I was I liked just told less. by people I didn't see I, it in theaters. I saw it in Disney Plus. I was told by people that had um Spy Kids energy. And mm-hmm. uh, big Spy Kids energy. That's pretty much I right. did tell except, you it felt very except, Star Wars. Yeah, except that Spy Kids but not in a at least has that exaggerated Robert Rodriguez like flair to it. This didn't have, have that at least. But it it didn't know what it wanted. Like and maybe yeah, if this movie Darren had Machete Crossback. in it, just like the Spike Kid movies, I would have liked it a little <laughs> bit more. Um, and Bill Murray was like barely in it. I thought he yeah, was going to do a bit more in it. I was excited for that. But um, he's like, Paul Rudd's still good. I mean, I still like Paul Rudd. And honestly, Jonathan Major's performance as Kang could put it in D, possibly. He really carries this movie. But he's not even okay. he's not in a lot of the movie though. He's in like he's not in a lot of it. He's in the like third act pretty much. Yeah. Uh and 
at the same time, even though his performance is good, the movie is just trying so hard to be like, this is the new Thanos. That this guy's way worse than Thanos. It doesn't yeah. feel you don't care. It, it it doesn't feel like anything. It's just a CGI wash and it, it still has fun moments in it. Like if we were ranking this with other just superhero movies in general, it might be like a D or a low C. Because trust yeah. me, there's really bad superhero movies out there, worse than this even. But I don't know. Uh, it, it, the, the only the, the, the main thing it within does, the context of MCU. Yeah, the main thing it does over Love and Thunder is like you know you talk about Jonathan Majors is a great villain. He's really good. Christian Bale was really good in Love and Thunder, but Love and Thunder is a mess. Like it doesn't follow scene to scene. It's just this weird at least and follows. Stupid. You can understand at, it. Yeah, this at least has a feels a, very a, Star Wars. I mean, yeah, this at least it, has a coherent through line. Like you know what's going on. Like, yeah. But I can easily say it's enough. Yeah. I mean, I had high expectations for it too. I was like, this is their introduction of Kang proper, and you know, this is gonna be epic and then it was just a big fart yeah what's next, uh, next we have the guardians galaxy holiday special which uh-huh. is one of my favorite christmas specials like ever i loved it i thought it was I mean, great they I played mean... fairy tale in new york as the cap of i mean the beginning and ending of the yeah special i love that song and um it's and kevin bacon playing my himself? sister loved this she does not followed mcu she watches a superhero movie every once in a while uh but she thought this was a great like christmas special yeah kevin bacon it was, it was as fun. himself and you I get some good genuine character moments might like be it a, actually a christmas it's not, thing like, that i watch every year now like well me too and it's a fun christmas thing but it also contributes to the guardian story to star lord story and you get the reveal that Mantis is Star-Lord's sister and everything, yeah. and, which I guess makes sense because the ego. But it it was a good just like emotional break for these characters and for the audience. Just yeah. a fun, heartfelt Christmas special. Where do you think it should and go? Bit, Mantis and Drax, you know, getting drunk in L.A., you know? Yeah. And like the whole bit where Drax is like, I want the weird, I want that little man. She's like, what, the candy cane thing? Oh, yeah. That's a fun little. It's like, that's not a man. Like, there's a lot of good humor. That's a fun little subplot um, is, is them with I the, would put the it, candy cane and stuff. I mean, it's still ultimately just a Christmas special. I would put it at A tier. Um. I don't know, maybe lower tier. Would you put it below Werewolf by Night? I think it would. I think Werewolf by Night is more like 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 critically impressive. Yeah. If that, but I would still. I wouldn't put it that. I would put it. I want to put it above Black Panther. It's weird putting the shows with the movies. Yeah. Anyway, I would put it uh, right around there. Cool. Last one, you haven't seen this. Um, yep. Guardians Galaxy Volume 3. It's going to be coming out on Disney Plus 
like August second, I think. So you definitely gotta yeah. watch it when it comes I'm out. Be watching as soon as um, it's, it's out, honestly just listen. I've seen it twice, so I got to evaluate it uh, properly. Um, it's honestly one of my favorite MC movies ever. Nice, easy. It nice. caps off the Guardians trilogy perfectly. It makes Guardians two feel better, and um, it's solidifies yeah solidifies guardians trilogy as the one of the top tier trilogies of the mcu you know what it does with these characters is just so good the emotional way it's comedic but it doesn't ruin emotional moments with jokes yeah like it takes its time to actually make you sad make you cry and like it gets into Rocket's origin story and how fucked up that is, and like with um the high evolutionary, yeah, um, uh, it's gross, it's violent, it's very James Gunn. Like it was James Gunn's swan song in MCU before he's uh in charge of the DCU, and um. Mm-hmm. For me, it would be an S tier, but you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, yeah, but I'll trust you on that. I mean, for me, it would be honestly like, wait. Yeah, right. Like, right around there. It would be yeah. right around there. I think. If it would be, I mean, you got to see it so we can really talk about it. But I, just myself, I can't not put it in S here. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not just a fun movie. It actually, it just, it's got all the beats of the other Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It has a fun soundtrack. It has the good character moments, comedy, but this has a lot more, even more heart to it, a lot more emotional weight and yeah amazing action sequences too like there's a hallway fight in this which are hallway fights are always great oh yeah <laughs> so, I, love a, I love a good hallway it's fight. like they <laughs> somehow did the hallway fight with a team ensemble <laughs> better than you could imagine nice and um and you know a, a little sp- uh, plot details i mean so the Gamora in this one, she's the one that time traveled. That's from the different um, universe. Yeah. Essentially she's not the same Gamora. So you have that dynamic with her and star Lord and she's like a really rough around the edges, you know, basically uh, just a ass. I mean, just an asshole. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's a lot of fun. And, you get a similar dynamic where she doesn't know star lord anymore she doesn't remember because she never this version never met but you get Uh. a similar dynamic between like peter and mj and then peter and gamora but peter's peter quill's actively trying to uh, get back with gamora and you just see it just right just you know fall flat on his face and you know the awkwardness and yeah, Mantis is his sister now. Nebula, I mean, Karen uh, Gillen, great. I mean, she gets to have a lot of fun in this one. She she's a you know a primary character this time. Nice. Um, yeah. 
get Cosmo the space dog. <laughs> nice. Dra- and Dave Batista, I know he's done with playing Drax, but damn, he's a great Drax. Yeah. And yeah, he's pretty mostly just the comedic relief, but he's got some emotional moments. And then Rocket. I mean, he's the main character of this film. Nice. Yeah. No, I'll have to watch it when it comes it, out. Yeah. It's on uh, on Disney Plus. I can honestly tell you from a subject from just from as a fan of these movies and then also from a critical standpoint, it's one of the MCU's best, like easily. Nice. Um now do you want to rearrange some things? Because I, things have shifted kind of unintentionally. I, still feel I mean, we pretty have Civil good at, War at the bottom of S tier, which I don't think. I mean, I think that should yeah. be maybe there. Or do, I, do you want I it feel, below Winter Soldier? I feel pretty good about I, I I think I want it below Winter Soldier. I feel pretty good about this ranking. Um let me think. Maybe I'd stick Ant Man of the Wasp above Iron Man 2. Um, I think that is a pretty fun movie. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to argue against that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel pretty good about this ranking. Um, so... I'm going to quickly go through this and then we're going to end this thing. Uh, And if you don't want to listen to the rest of this, be sure to uh, follow us at Odd Drunk Pod on Instagram and check out our link tree. Give us a rating review on your platform of choice. Um, Download if you want to listen on the road when you don't have Wi-Fi or whatever. Um, Anyways. And we'll we'll post this. um, Yeah, we'll post this image. Yeah. I'll save it right now but um at s tier we have iron man then avengers endgame guardians galaxy 3 my choice uh captain american winter soldier civil war thor ragnarok at a tier you have guardians galaxy infinity war multiverse of madness werewolf by night black panther no way home loki Guardians Holiday Special Moon Knight. B tier, you have Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Doctor Strange, Avengers, First Avenger, Far From Home, Shang-Chi, Hawkeye. C tier, you have Ant-Man, Age of Ultron, Thor, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Iron Man 2, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, WandaVision, Ms. Marvel, What If, She-Hulk. D tier, you have shows bunched in the same spot there. Yeah. Aside from Loki and A tier. Well, in Moon Knight, we put that yeah. in A tier. But most of the shows are C's. And then D, you have Captain Marvel, Thor to Dark World, uh, Wakanda Forever, Black <laughs> Widow. And then F tier, definite F tier is like, I can e- I easily agree with Colton on this one. There's no um, descending arguments here. Yeah. And Quantumania and Thor Love and Thunder big more like thor loving blunder you know what i mean <laughs> and neither one of us has more seen like, the eternals so right that's haven't seen yet it. so um i think I mean, the only the only that one on almost, here that, um is up for debate is wakanda uh forever um 
I mean, uh, you're on the verge of putting an F tier, and I'm on the verge of it at least putting it in B tier. Yeah. But I think since you hate it so much and I've only seen it once, so I can't really remember everything. It just the fact really, that I've only, the fact really, that I haven't gone back to it shows yeah. that there's something missing there. It really just uh, grinds my B tiers <laughs> because there's a lot of really good stuff about it. And just the bad stuff really fucks it all up. It stands out. Like yeah. really bad in my opinion. Uh, but anyway, but this is, is it yeah and i think that's fair to put it that low since i put guardians 3 s and, and you haven't seen it yeah <laughs> but you got to see that one for sure oh, I will, yes. um I, you'll like it a lot anyways that is our mcu ranking thus far yes uh we will update this in the future when we come to a you know, another good stopping point whenever they do the Avengers movie or whatever. Yeah, that's or maybe point. like by the time, yeah, in like the next 10 years, or maybe by the time Deadpool 3 comes out, we'll just chuck it in real quick. Yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe um, we'll do, you know, like a Deadpool episode and just MCU chuck it is in. is one of those things where it's, it's hard to do, it's hard to keep a tier list updated. Well, and also like with the multiverse thing where they, retcon the other movies to like kind of being in the mcu yeah so like <laughs> god do we need to do we need to do yeah. a, a all the a, spider-man movies a tier list with every marvel Deadpool. property that's ever been adapted maybe separate from nc like the fox marvel movies that'd be interesting or you know that'd be an easier that'd be an easier tier list to do i think right anyways we will see you next week Stay frosty. This is not a test. I repeat this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.